it's uh, Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. It's whatever day you're listening to this podcast. It's the day that ends in Y. Shit, it could be like five years from now when you decided to go back and listen to old episodes for some reason. How cool would that be? Do you ever do that? Do you ever listen to old episodes of other podcasts? Do you listen to podcasts, Jeremy? From time to time, I do. I so so one of the really old ones that, that we were on probably eight, seven or eight years ago... Um, Considering now or starting now or something like that, every once in a while I'll pull that one up and listen to that. The old episodes? The way old stuff, like six, seven years ago. So it's still being hosted, man. Yeah, it's still out there. Well, so there's like three or four episodes, and why these three or four episodes, I couldn't tell you. It's on that, what's that, internet history database something? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's on, yeah, so it ended up in some sort of database something, so anyway. So this isn't that podcast, this is uh, the New Utah <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Um, it's episode one eleven. It's like talking about your ex girlfriend with your new girlfriend. Triple ones. Well, it's so for me. Like even if I were to yell out my ex girlfriend's name in bed, it's the same name. So that's convenient. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled differently. Um, I you know I have the same base name. Either. I haven't even really thought about that girl in forever, which is probably good. <laughs> every probably. once in a while, every once in a while, she'll pop up with her terrible life decisions, and I'll, I'll see it. I have to think about my ex all the time. That's because he comes Because he's here all the time. <laughs> all the, the damn time. On the regular. He embarrasses his daughters on the regular. <laughs> so, there's that. Um, there's but, nothing like coming over for podcast night and he's sitting on the couch. Yeah, it happens. Not so often on podcast night because... Not he, as much. He uh, works Tuesday nights, so... He doesn't anymore. Why did he quit those? But he comes over on Wednesdays. I, I told Bree, I said, because the girls are both going off to school here in a you know a month and a half or so, uh, give or take. And I'm like, you know, the first, like, seriously, the, at least once, he's going to come over on a Wednesday because he normally comes over and gets some food and, like, hangs out with them on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Like, he's going to come over on a Wednesday and they're just not here and he's going to come in and he's going to be like, oh, fuck. No, he'll still hang out. No, I don't think he knows how to work the TV. I so. told him that he needs to finally switch his address over his to his condo address because I'm like, you won't have any reason to come over here anymore except mail. It's like all his insurance stuff comes here. His banking stuff still comes here, which is fine. I mean, it's not a big deal, but it just collects on our fridge until he decides to pick it up. Hopefully, it's so. nothing important. Well, that's what we always tell him. <laughs> like his jury duty notice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Did he come get that and actually deal with yeah. it? That's funny. Yeah. So anyway, I'm one of your hosts, Chris. Uh, the guy that listens to old podcasts that don't exist anymore is Jeremy. That's me. Howdy. Um, the the good Brie is my wife. She's down on the end. And then the one that hasn't said a word because she's not even paying attention to the podcast because she's <laughs> upset is, is Jess. I'm not upset. I'm Instagramming because somebody's got to. I like how you do it during the podcast. That's the best time to do it. Do you send pictures of us? While, while we're podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> so, Do I ever go look at the Instagram? Uh, uh. If I'm being honest, um, if it pops up in my feed when I look at Instagram like once a week, then yes. If I'm being honest, I've never opened Instagram once in my life. Do you even have, see, and you're a freaking architect. You should have an Instagram <laughs> account. Like that is, the, that is the social media platform you should probably be on. Not if you're not going to maintain it. Well, yeah, sure, but I mean, kind of like what's the food one? What's the one everybody puts their food on? Pinterest. Pinterest. Pinterest is a pile of dog shit. I hate that site so bad. Yes, but you can also see people's life choices, and 
sometimes is really pathetic. Yeah, so you want to talk about like the nailed it? <laughs> you want to talk about like the nailed it stuff? Like that's Pinterest. Like you can see the fucking final product. Those I've seen. Like my rum balls should be on that. Yeah, for sure. That would be something you could put on Pinterest. <laughs> um, no, but Instagram is totally what you should be on as an architect to show off the stuff that you have designed that has been finished. I should, but that's one more social thing I have to... It's not that hard, Jeremy. Maintain. It's time... It's time-consuming. Maybe I'll pay Jess to do it. I bet I she'd do it. I bet she would. <laughs> I don't. She might do it on. She might do it on Tuesday night. So <laughs> I have to send out our initial Instagram. That's true. Um, now that we have one, because we didn't have one for like a while, for a year two and a half, years. two years almost. Yeah. Do we have a lot of followers, or however that works on the Instagram? Or is it not a follower-based There is no, a follower, it is, but, but you don't want to be a tool and buy your followers. Yeah, no, that's... And uh, all of our followers have come... Organically. Organically, and none of them are, like, junk followers. They're all local people. Jess Some also, are podcasts out of state, which is cool. Jess also offers to share her boobs at, like, uh, <laughs> drag brunches and... and, and uh, Pride Festival and stuff to to anyone that'll follow us. Except for I don't go to drag brunches anymore, so that would be a lie. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> if she did, that's how we'd get our followers. Uh, no I, one wants to see that. To be fair, I have been trying to pay attention to Twitter and Facebook more, but it's difficult because I don't really, when I'm at the office I work at, I try to stay off of those things. Don't want to be one of those When people. I'm sitting here, I, well, on their internal network, all that shit's blocked. <laughs> Good thing I don't sit on that network. <laughs> but I, a lot of stuff that I use on a daily basis is blocked on that network. They have a massive net nanny because they have a whole bunch of employees they don't trust. Gotcha. Sounds so. like the Senate. <laughs> just the Utah Senate. Just go the Utah there. State Senate. I'm trying to Google beer laws and it's blocking me. I can't fucking figure out what Missouri does for their beer laws so we can make ours worse. Because I'm blocked. Well, good thing we just make up our own shit anyway. Yeah, well... Even though we've never had a drink in our life, type of thing. <laughs> so uh, we got our shed this, this last weekend. Um, so that's there's that. Um, that was, so we're one step closer to a real studio. Yeah, it's in that room, sorta. I mean, that's where it's going to be, right next door. But it, there's stuff there. Like we haven't been tearing down. I'm going to make. Is next week here? I'm going to make us tear down regardless, but. Because uh, I want to take stuff out of there because I'm going to start moving stuff. Migrate. Yeah. I don't think we'll have a studio until probably after we get back from our vacation. That's only a month, though. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, because part of the cleaning out the storage room and moving stuff to the shed is to get the kids kicked out of the house for college. Every time I was savers, I go down the basket aisle and I think of you, Brie. There's so many baskets. I have some in my garage for you. Guys, I'm trying to clean out that space so that we can have a studio. You're not helping. I have a shed. We can put we can put shelves around the top. You know what you always do? Out. Put bunk beds in the, one of the girls' rooms so when they come back they have someone to sleep. <laughs> and then share turn the other bedroom into the basket storage. No, I need a closet before they I gotta, need to do that. I gotta tell you, like, okay, so I moved away to college and right, I had no plans of coming back, but my parents didn't know that. Like, I left as soon as I could, and I I did never want to come back, but the First time I go back to visit, this was Thanksgiving. So, like, I've been gone two months, two and a half months, like late August to, to November. And my mom has turned my bedroom into an office. Sweet. Like, all my shit just 
thrown in a store. You know, she probably didn't realize you were leaving. She, he'd probably been gone for like two weeks, and she's like, where the hell's Chris? How come he's not fucking around anymore? Well, he must be gone. Yeah, the hell with that. Got over. Anyway. <laughs> and in an office. No, you're prob- <laughs> that's prob- probably something to that. <laughs> oh, man. So we got the shed, so that's good. Um, we uh, we also got a new car, a new-ish-er car. The, the kid a new got a car. to us car. New yeah. car in a tough shed. You guys are living the American dream. I know, right? Well, it's not a brand new car. We don't have the fence yet. No, we still got to work on that fucking thing. You, you got you can't you can't take it all at once. I know. We've you'll, been you'll get to ahead of yourselves. We've been doing it all one at a time, one day at a time. Uh, no, so we got a deal. So we went car shopping this last weekend. Um, we were just, of course, when we were looking for a car that's in that like three thousand dollar range. A lot of crap. Yeah, boy, there's a lot of shit. You got to <laughs> look really long and really hard most of the time to find something. So, went to Malone Toyota, looked around. We were going to go to the place that, that is your friend Jess, but they Jor- were already closed. Jorgensen, Jorgensen I think, and is, Genesis. Yeah, Genesis doesn't exist anymore. This oh, Genesis prob- is gone. Oh, it's probably not necessary. Is it all bad. just Jorgensen now? Did they just? I don't even know how you told the two apart because they shared a building. They had, and one had a share building. Oh, they were, yeah. One had one place. had like a little double wide, and the other had like a little shetty thing. So, but anyway, uh, they were close. So we're going down to like uh, what is it, uh, Hyundai, uh, Murdoch, Hyundai of Murray, because they had a ton of used stock, like under ten thousand dollars. I'm like, well, let's go there and see what they actually have because they have this much listed. They probably have more. Uh, and and Bree's like okay, and then she's like, "Where's the place that we got the Pontiac originally?" And I said, "Well, that's Tim Daly Nissan. It's right down the street. You want to go over there? Because you just kind of have to go look because they don't keep those kinds of cars for more than a well, week and they two. don't really advertise that kind of stuff. No, not usually. Like they'll they'll throw them up on the website right before they go to auction just so they can maybe get a hit on it and sell it privately before auction because they'll make more money that way. Uh, so we get there and they're like, "Oh, you don't want this car? Uh, we'll go pull this other car up." And we're like. Like okay. it's a bad. It was a bad engineer. Like four, yeah, four four people are like, yeah, that's not a good car. And then they were talking. They're like, yeah, that one's got a blown engine in it. So they bring up this car, and it's just it, it's been really fucked up. Like the sides are all jacked up. And I'm like, oh, so it looks awesome. like the Pontiac you currently have. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, this place might be a bust. And they're like, we got this other one. They're like, we've got this this uh, Pathfinder that this employee's been trying to buy. It's a and two, Sean just like rolls her a two thousand Pathfinder, oh. and she's like, oh god an SUV. I don't want to drive that. It's too big. I'm, I want a little car. And we're like, okay, well, whatever. I'm like, well, let's at least look at it. So one of the guys actually brings it up as we're talking, uh, and like we didn't know he was going to bring it up. We thought the other guy was going to get the keys, and it's just there, and he's like, yeah, take a look at this thing. So it's in like fantastic shape. Like there's a little bit of rust on the runner and some of the paint's finally starting to peel, but it's a fucking 18 year old car. And it's one of the older style pathfinders that still have the real motors in them. <laughs> like it's actually meant to off road. Yeah. And, uh, not the squirrel cage. And Sean's like, I don't know. We're like, just at least take it for a test drive. You brought it around. So she takes it for a drive. It's very different, obviously than the Pontiac. She's still, you're yeah, not very, like kissing the ground in, a, in it. No, and it doesn't, like, get up and go just like that V6 and that, you know, low-to-the-ground light car does compared to this big old But it can go over a speed bump with that high center. Well, and so he actually, <laughs> when she was test driving, he's like, here, go in the back lot, and he directs her, and he's like, okay, see these rocks? And it's this, it's this parking strip that's going into their back lot, their employee parking lot, that's just got these huge rocks that are, like, probably between 6 and 12 inches in diameter. And he's like, just drive over these. And so she just... <laughs> 
just in regular like front wheel drive just up and over without a problem so she's, she's like, ready for the Walmart parking lot yes yeah, super excited that, that she was able to do that so That's she cool. liked it so it turns out it was like their finance manager's car and he was just finally getting rid of it and he was going to trade it into the dealership and he had like four of the dudes that worked there that were like we'll just buy it from you well and one of them actually had his house keys and his other car keys like on the keychain with it yeah but he apparently he'd been driving it for like a week and he couldn't get the money together for it and so the guy's like I don't give a shit I'm gonna sell it to the customer <laughs> <laughs> so, I got some with cash dude yeah so he, he uh, sold it to us as, a, as just a like a private cash sale instead of going through the dealership so no dock fees or anything else and, cool you know the way that goes so Bree was able to register it real quickly and because when you go through the dealership this is what sucks is it takes like a fucking month and a half to get your plates if you go register it yourself at the DMV that day it's like 10 minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. You just it walk took me up 20. It was lunchtime. Walk up to the window, pay your money, they hand you they your hand plates. They you hand you your plates. Yeah, it's crazy how different it is when you go through the dealers. I told you when we got our van that they lost the stickers. Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And so I had to go. So I still ended up having to go to the DMV. And the lady at the DMV was not happy because she's like, no. the, that's, the, the number on that sticker is assigned to your car. Yeah. They can't just... At the dealership, they can't just hand it to the next person that walks in. No. It's registered to it's your car. It's got to be thrown out or burned or probably someone at the dealership burned. Probably someone at the dealership gave it to one of their friends that had expired tags. So. Probably. Which is a big deal. If you could pull over with that shit, that's a big fine. Yeah. Uh, also, it looks like the car's stolen when that happens because they'll run those tags. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Anyway, so that was uh, that was our weekend. Um, and uh, No, that wasn't our weekend. No, it wasn't. It's Sunday. Well, we went on a hike. We went on a short hike up uh, above Harriman. Um, some little trail that goes up on a mountainside there that, like, there's so much new construction. It was weird trying to find the trail, and there's no trailhead at all anymore. But we, we did a little short hike. Except that past, what's it called, Rose Canyon? Yeah, it's up past that. Yeah. Way up west, up on the side of that mountain. Uh, and I think I want to go out there and try the Black Ridge Reservoir. There's a big loop yeah. behind it, like a three-and-a-half-mile yeah. loop uh-huh. trail that I'd like to go walk. Um, but we did that because we went over to your house on Sunday mm-hmm. and uh, helped with the bees. How was it? What did you think? It was really not as crazy. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be something more than it was. I don't know that, what <laughs> I expected, but it was just, like, pretty pretty simple. You like, said it was really, like, kind of calming, the sound of the Yeah, season. it actually was really calming. Tranquil. Yeah, I don't... It was weird. Like, this, just the hum of the bees in the hive was super like calming and mellow and kind of relaxing to to mess with that stuff like i thought i'd be really stressed out like oh fuck these bees are gonna sting me (laughs) not at all not at all so it was really cool getting to to look at it and see it and see how how little work it is right now for you yeah at the moment it's just kind of maintenance that's why i do it about every other week don't get them stuck together maintenance yeah yeah Yeah, just clean off the honeycomb and throw it on the ground kind of shift the shift the bars as needed do you ever take any of the honey that you chuck like do you throw it in a basket and take it back into the house ever during that, the, that little bit that i scrape bits? up no yeah. not usually just throw it on the ground and let them yeah because they'll up. they'll just they'll, they'll just take, take it, it right back up into the hive yeah. so they're like what asshole got rid of our <laughs> stuff and threw it on the floor that son of a bitch now we have to go pick that up <laughs> that's sheila in accounting i know it <laughs> That <laughs> uh, was it was nice though, and then Jeremy gave us some uh, some some free baby potatoes out of his garden. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, those were good. That was kind of cool. Yeah, we made like, a oh, yeah. We made a mash on Sunday night with them. Uh, we had bangers and mash with skin on mash homemade sausages that I made. Yummy. Yeah, those were good. Yeah, those potatoes are good. 
Yeah. But the, they didn't, they, you're right. They didn't need much. Just a little bit of butter and cream. and Yeah. Maybe a little salt and pepper depending yeah. on to taste, but not no, much. They were so flavorful on their own. Brie finished them. Did you finish them last night? No, I ate about half of what was left. Yeah. So... Uh, but that was good. That was good. So that was, uh, that was, we had a very busy weekend. Uh, it will be busier still continuing. Jess, you did lots of stuff this weekend. Yeah, you did. I did. You got to play I with, did. you got to play with fire. You, you threw fire at yourself and you did some running of sorts. I didn't throw fire at myself. It didn't even touch me. You threw she it just twirled yourself. it. Where'd you I do didn't. that at? West Valley. Like you do. <laughs> At someone's house. <laughs> that, so it wasn't like was it like a class or were you just doing it with a friend? Um, I have a friend that does it. Uh, that's part of Burning Man, and I oh. hired him to teach my friend for her birthday. Like the, oh, the cool. Burning Man, the Burning Man, the Burning, Burning Man festival with like a little city in the middle of the summer because fucking people are crazy. Yeah, I have never had a desire to go to Burning Man. I've seen the videos. It's trippy. I know a lot of people would go. It's pretty phenomenal. He was explaining to me about the art and how it becomes part of communities across the U.S. and how they offer like art grants. And it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, the stuff that they do is really cool, but it's just not like it's not my thing. First off, desert camping is the fucking worst. (laughs) Have you ever been, Jess, to Burning? I have $425. (laughs) Is that what it costs for the... Just for admission to oh, get insurance, but that's not bad actually if you think about it because it's like a week long. I should say I don't. I would rather spend on something else. It's like a week long festival, and they're paying for the permits for the place, the security, the EMTs that have to be there. Like it's it, that's it's reasonable. it's actually its own functioning city. Yeah, it is, and it's it, a, it's an actual city like, for those two weeks. Inside of it, it's not like it's a lot of barter. It's like it's not just Nothing. cash vendors. Yep. You don't you don't pay cash for anything. So and it's all no and stuff. it's all no trace. And if they have anything that's left behind that is in a like a one by one square foot space, then they're never invited back. Yeah. That's like they're pretty good about being hippies. That's cool. Like good hippies, unlike some of the not nudist, the dirty hippies. Not the dirty nudist colony hippies that come around and like fuck up the forest that they're in for a little while. Nobody wants leave. dirty hippies. Just rub their asses all over the trees, <laughs> let mushrooms grow out of out of human hippie poop. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, that's that's cool though. So was that like a like a six hour session? Is your friend an expert now, or was it like thirty minutes and she burned herself? <laughs> yeah, no, she's she doesn't she overthinks everything. So there's no way that she picked up that quick. We were there from like seven to eleven. Wow, Seven Eleven. Ah, oh shit, is that today? No, that's tomorrow. That's when people will listen. Seven Eleven day, free, free Slurpee day. Free Slurpee about the size of a quarter. I remember, like two years ago, I took the kids to get free Slurpees, and like only one machine was working, and it oh, wasn't yeah, no, working no, no. right. You got to go at like six a.m. because that shit's gone. Yeah, like and it's just a little fucking cup. It's like a little so, sacrament cup, a little Jello cup. Yeah, Dude, like, we could go. Shot. We could go after the gym tomorrow. We could on the way home. Just get a bit. They have sugar-free slurpy stuff now. Uh-huh. It's not bad. It's all right. I'm, <laughs> I'm off the sugar. I'm trying to like stay away from refined sugars as much as possible. I've lost a lot of weight, Good so uh, I still eat some. I mean, it's not. It's goddamn near impossible to fucking be away from it 100. percent But anyway, that was uh, it. Was a hell of a weekend. What so else what? did you? You also did a you race run, or something, what, right? What run were you in? Uh, the Lavender Days down in Mona. What is that? Uh, you, 
Lavender days. I've literally <laughs> never heard of lavender days. <laughs> you know what lavender it's is, down right? Down on the Young Living Farm in Mona. I do know what lavender is, but <laughs> it's so they just like a big festival they have on the farm and fucking everyone picks lavender or... No, they have a race and he has built rodeo grounds. He has built a jousting arena he's built you can't just smooth over that yeah which apparently mcgrew studios did all of the costuming for the horses for the jousting tournament so and they 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 literally joust Mm -hmm. like did you watch people get knocked off horses you you gotta just break their lances gotta do something with that essential oil money Dude, that is fucking filthy rich to, to like, pay people medieval-style jousting competitions. Well, he died two months ago, the guy that founded it, and he's a hack <laughs> after reading about him. It's a cult, okay, basically. Let's, let's be clear. Pretty much all those essential oil companies are hacks. Well, I was not on their property, so I researched him. <laughs> it wasn't blocked. <laughs> Why the hell won't my internet work? <laughs> That's those. Yeah, I don't. No, your internet doesn't work in Mona, anyway. So yeah, it's Mona. Like they don't, they don't have internet. You can get. No, Hughes, I did. My friends Hughes wouldn't have heard that. <laughs> Isn't that named for Howard Hughes? Isn't that the Hughes that refers to? I have no fucking idea. Is that just so people can watch porn in the mountains? Maybe. Is that what HughesNet is? <laughs> Porno for the the rule. No, it shows kids doing like homework and grandmas talking to their grandkids and stuff. I know. And pictures download faster. It's for grandma Skype. Oh my god, it's so grandma can fucking Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma needs her Pinterest. Oh my god. Well Jess, let's uh, let's get some events in real quick. Uh, we got a we got a nice, amazing, fun conversation with Jay Whitaker coming up. So uh, you'll laugh, you'll cry. It's going to be a little bit longer show than normal, um, but uh, we'll skip out on news. Uh, and we'll, there's just, just know the biggest news is the whole state's on fire, and uh, don't light up fireworks, you fucking pricks. So, um, just his face right now. That being, that being said, the whole state's on fire. You can see it in the fucking air, and if you can't, I don't know what rock you're living under. And there's probably smoke under there, too, honestly. So, um, Yeah. Dollar Ridge Fire is going to eclipse Brian Head. It's like 50,000 oh, plus it's acres. 52. It's 52, but they didn't record last night. Yeah, and, and it's so, only 40% contained. Yeah. It's destroyed like 90-some-odd structures now, they think. So, and, and uh, One of our clients the other day had escaped it. He came here to visit a friend who was dying from cancer, and they had to leave the cabin. Jeez. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, um, since we're short on time, I'm only going to talk about a couple events this week um, and then a couple next week. Um, I forgot to mention Hatch Family Chocolates are doing their Friday movie nights. This Friday the 13th is Coco. It doesn't cost, but make sure that you go buy their chocolates while you're there. Or their ice cream. Or their ice cream or their limeade. It is, it is fucking hot. Uh, like a, it a is. Hot, a hot, melty chocolate is such a great treat in the middle of summer. <laughs> but they do make fucking I'd unbelievable still, ice cream. That I'd, ice cream is so good. I'd still buy the chocolate dip gummy worms, and even if it was 100. Just stick them on top of the ice cream so it doesn't make In my belly. Um, so their next one's the 27th, and they have one August 3rd and August 7th. Um, 
I also wanted to mention that on the 13th, if you don't go to the movie or you can go to this and then the movie, um, they are doing a nutrition seminar at Title Boxing that oh, Dash yeah. is going to be doing. And it's free. It's at 630, uh, 7817 Highland Drive. And you've, you've heard Dash talk a little bit about nutrition with us a couple times. So. Yeah. And I, it's very rare that I have seen him do a free class like this. So it's it would be really awesome to go to. And um, I wanted to make mention that the Rye Bread Studios, who did our logo, has started a new Facebook page that you should go follow called Highlighter Heroes. And it's uh, H-E-R-O-E-S. And the whole motto is nerdy art with cheap office supplies. <laughs> and he, it's really, really awesome. So um, do that. Next week is uh, for the 18th to 24th is your birthday. On the 19th, Chris? Yes, it is. It's also Pie and Beer Day. Yes, which is next on my list. We will have an episode following Pie and Beer Day. We have not fucking missed for anything. We're not going to miss for that goddamn fake holiday. (laughs) No, but you should go to Pie and Beer Day at the beer bar because it's from 2 to 6. There are 21 local brews, 21 local bakeries and restaurants, 5,000 slices of pie, and they also do like a charity event for the Utah Arts Also, the Pie Local Pizza Place also does really cool pie and beer day stuff. I don't know what they're doing this Or year. you can go to Ogden and be part of the Bicycle Collective, and you ride from the Bicycle Collective to Talisman and celebrate But you got to ride your bicycle to Ogden, and it's kind of a long ride. <laughs> you just put on the front runner. And then after you're done at Talisman, you're not riding anywhere. <laughs> no, you can That's get a true. DUI for driving on your bike drunk. Just understand folks and i'm sad to announce that it's the tortoise zubru that week because i know you're not very excited about it you said you weren't excited about tortoises yeah no well i just think there's all these fucking great animals in the zubru and the one that happens to be around my birthday is a goddamn tortoise the tortoise is cool no it's not it's boring and slow and just why do i have to have my birthday month associated with mitch mcconnell that's all i'm saying (laughs) uh so you guys are into hiking i have a hike for you to do on the 21st it is called wasatch wildflower fest and it starts up Brighton Resort and they have several different hikes ranging from 45 minutes all the way up to three hours. Totally do it. But listen, I'm not done. And you get guided by a train by trained flower guides and the last one starts at one. It's free event donations. Thanks for being a dick and telling me about something I can't do because I'll be at Bear Lake eating raspberries. Oh, oh well. And that's the first time I'll ever go to Bear Lake. Like I've never been there before. You, you gonna, be you gonna be a, you gonna be a Bear Lake? I'll be eating raspberry shakes on the twenty first. Probably not. They I have, have a cake that day. They have raspberry shakes all year round. Oh, you mean you won't be there? Yeah. You have a cake every day. Do you ever go to Bear Lake anymore? Uh, I have it this summer. Yeah, yeah I have it. Stop doing the. Yeah, cake. the last time that I went was when I jumped in the lake. Fucking chillax on the cakes, woman. Uh, Take some I, time off and go to Bear Lake. <laughs> That would be nice. I would like that. But yeah. Um, so one more event, and I'm just mentioning it, even though it's not till the uh, last Saturday of the month. Is that the 28th? Um, yes. It is with our friend Jen with Dead History. They are doing investigation out at the Wendover Airfield. It's 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. And they are going through the Enola Gay Hangar, which is where it was parked before it went and dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. The fire There's a firehouse, barracks, mess hall, hospital, and then a nurse's quarter. And that includes dinner. And then they have somebody from an A&E 
show coming out doing a presentation. So it's 50 bucks. It's like an hour and 15 minute drive. Like, Plus it's, it's going to be awesome. It's in Wendover. Plus so, it's in Wendover. You know, go get drunk and gamble afterwards. Do it. Go to Lee's liquor store. That too. But go there before you get drunk and gamble. Yeah, they preferably. They probably won't sell <laughs> you something if you're too yeah. drunk. You stagger in there. <laughs> Pro tip, if uh, you get pulled over in Wendover, if you're in East Wendover, just cross the state line, and it's a big pain in the ass for the cops because they have to call Tooele County Sheriff's over. And they're super far away. <laughs> <laughs> just a hint. Just a hint in case you are doing stuff in Wendover. Uh, that just should not be doing. I'm just saying, I have personal experience with doing that in Wendover and how nice it was. Well, we are here with Jay Whitaker today. Finally, Jesus. Yeah, I know. Traffic. That's not what I meant. I meant like, I've been wanting to have you on since like we started our podcast. Well, it took me a long time because of traffic. Yeah, he's been stuck in traffic. He was two years. I was been stuck in really traffic stuck. for two years. I went south of the two fifteen, and I it, and it took me a pilgrimage to get back here. You know, did you pack a sandwich? I did, and lost two oxen on the way. <laughs> but you survived dysentery, right? Yes, I had to caulk a river. Is that a, a fjord? Uh, fjord. Fjord. No, you had to float the river, or uh, what was the what was it? The Oregon Trail. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It is an F word. You're right. You don't remember Oregon Trail? Yeah. No, I do. But I mean, like, I don't know what you guys are trying to say. Yeah, yeah, that's what everybody remembers from it is dying of of poop. Yeah, dying of poop. (laughs) It's the great way. My favorite part of it was hunting. It was like the hunting part. The hunting part. Yeah, Yeah, that was the best. Well, because it was just the easiest part of the game. Just point and click. Yeah, it really wasn't. There wasn't a lot of skill. There wasn't a lot of skill. They're like, shit. Did I get rabbits or did I get deer? Yeah, you got the dots. Yeah, yeah. So that was a, good stuff. Played a lot of that game. It's good to kid. it's good to be here. Thank you for having me. I I genuinely appreciate it. Honestly. So you're uh, back in Utah full time now? Yeah. Uh, as long as as long as I take care of everything that I need to take care of, you know, like I'm I'm originally from California, so I moved back home briefly to L.A. and it cost the cost of living in L.A. is stupid. You know, I could live in a a walk-in closet for three grand a month, you know? Jesus. I wish I was joking. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know you're yeah, not. <laughs> I wish I was joking. Uh, and I didn't really want to live with my dad again, because... Because, you know. Yeah, you know. Cause, There's no explanation. I love my dad, but yep. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Somebody so, wants to be a grown-ass man so, his dad. Uh, yeah, and so my idea was, like, you can either live the dream in California or coast reality in Utah. <laughs> and so I'm going to, I'm coasting reality right now. It's, 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 it's just a plane ride away. It's, yeah, it's a plane ride, but it, it's or a really fucking long car ride. It's the car ride actually isn't bad if you, if you do it right. Well, yeah. I got, cause I got friends in St. George and I got friends in Vegas. And so I usually do like, it's just split like, split it up. Split yeah, it up. Yeah. Not even split it up a couple of days. Maybe like. Stop off and have lunch in St. Yeah, George. Yeah. Have a, have a few drinks in St. George. Then, you know, and just hang out, take a power nap, go to Vegas, you know, take a day usually. And, then, <laughs> and, uh, I've set it up sometimes where I've done like gigs in, in the city. Oh yeah. That's and a good so, idea. So, I mean, like it's not, that is not, it's not too bad. I like that drive. 
Good old, good old 15 freeway. Just 15 seconds. Yeah, it's just one freeway the whole yeah. damn way until you get yes. to California. Don't stop until your face melts in traffic on... <laughs> you know, that's that's pretty that's much the, it. That's the damn truth. And it doesn't matter what time of day you get to LA. It's oh no. Damn. Well, I mean, like that's the one thing I, I do miss is the well, probably you know I actually do miss traffic, LA traffic, because you get you get time to do shit. <laughs> no, like I mean, you get like I've sat in traffic and gotten a lot of shit done. Like I, I've prepped for a test, you know. I've listened to a few podcasts, went in on some, like listened to some good albums, you know, the deep cuts. Like was able to play them over and over, you know. And so I get a phone call done. You know, you can actually do a lot in traffic if you're smart, but or you just sit there and wait it out. In in, in California, they have happy hour, you know, uh, or as in Utah, we like to call fun. <laughs> and uh and uh yeah like you just go if you're if you're if you know that once you once it's like 2 2 p.m you ain't getting on the freeway and then you ain't you ain't getting on the freeway probably till like 7 30 that's the smart way to do it the good thing about la is is if there is traffic or an incident there are 1500 ways to get to yeah. every place. That, that is but true. it still takes 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's even no, if it's I'm five saying, miles away. But the difference is... Without so, traffic. <laughs> in, like in Utah, like, okay, uh, I remember this was this was years ago, a tanker rolled on I-15 I right at the North that, Interchange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all she wrote. You couldn't fucking get anywhere. Yeah. Until, you like, turned around and came home. I did. I spent two hours and I was like, I moved a block. I'm like, fuck this. I turned around and went the other way and went and hung out with people. I'm not fucking sitting in this for like, tw- and when I finally decided, okay, I, I should be okay to go home at like 11, it still took two hours to get home at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, that's I, I remember that. Yeah, and that's the kind of shit that happens in traffic here in Salt Lake because there's not a lot of alternates. Like, well, there, no, there, all right, okay. Uh, <laughs> there was, what, two weeks ago, there's some fucking geese that were on <laughs> on the road and it was backed up traffic and I was like what like my, my my little you know you ever use the app Waze yes. yeah 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 and so like there's just this weird gap of of, of red in the in the traffic uh, on the on the app and I'm like what the hell is it there's like no description no nothing so I finally get up there and there's like 45 geese just and just and, and you're like my people and there was one and there was one person that was at, I guess one got hurt you know, and so they were like they they were trying to like nurse it, but it was beating the shit out of them. So I pulled over. This it was hilarious. It was a great. But that was that was the one time where I was like, I'm happy with this traffic. <laughs> I am okay with because I this. don't want dead geese. Yeah, I don't want dead geese. I it would, this was entertaining because normally Utah traffic is like it's it's a highway patrolman helping out. Oh, yeah. Someone, yeah, and everybody has to watch. Yeah, and everyone. Well, look at that. He's changing her tire. Good for him. I saw an incident management truck pushing a semi on the shoulder yesterday. It was really impressive. Wow. wow. That okay. That <laughs> it was. It was actually really awesome. Is that what they do? Is is, is that what incident man? Like yeah, no, no they like fill thing. up your gas or like the, yeah, they, but they he will, pushed they, the semi down the jump shoulder. Jumpstart cars. They'll fill up gas. They'll. They've got all kinds of Help shit. Change in the back tire. Of those, yeah. Huh. That like because incident ma- that's a weird. <laughs> that, it's it's a, not like X ninety six incident yeah. management. No, that's <laughs> just like, that's well, the like reason a, they the reason they call that is they use an old incident management truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like it's a weird buffer because it's like incident management. You 
what is that really? Sounds like Men in Black, not gonna zap. Yeah, it's just like because incident management. It's like this. Do you need the police? Do you need an ambulance? No. All right, this is your incident. We're gonna send out an <laughs> You know. Well, it's a good way to it's a good way to help keep people out of traffic and keep traffic moving without having to involve the police, and they can be you know busy doing other incident things that are more management. Important. I feel like it. <laughs> I bet you they got a shitload of gogurt. You know, Maybe. just like for you know, for kids that like are the like, frozen kind. Yeah, like there's that dad who just pulls over. If I have to pull this fucking car over one more time, <laughs> and then the incident management truck just pulls up, and he's like, "Yeah, here's, here's some, some gogurts. Here's some gogurts for the kids. Some religious pamphlets. Yeah, <laughs> here's some fucking loaded sugary shit for the kids. I feel like I, incident management. They sh- they need to put some more adult things in the in- like incident. porn. No, no, I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, driving? just, I mean, just like sure, some, some ice cream, some beer. Like, it's just like, it's the neighbor, it's the adult ice cream man, you know, like, like condoms, uh, see porn, Planned Parenthood that condoms don't equal porn. That could equal water balloon fight, whatever. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's just don't let it touch your mouth. Yeah. Oh, gross. What? Who, who catches water balloons with their mouth? <laughs> if somebody throws it in your face. I think that condoms would hurt as water balloons because they're they not supposed to break. Yeah, they don't break easily. Well, I mean, it is ribbed for her pleasure, so <laughs> it, it may hurt I, the guy. I agree with the beer, though. How? Because think about it. You, your car breaks down on the side I, of the road in the middle of fucking summer. Like, yeah. You're not driving after that, probably. You got to fucking get it towed or yeah. something. So you might as well bring party. me an ice cold beer. Yeah, that sounds like... Because su- it's fucking hot as shit and I can't be in my AC. Exactly. That's like a Super Bowl commercial in like the early 90s where like everything was like... You open up the Coors and the incident management truck just pulls up and it's like, yeah, it's a party. Coors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You beer bong this in community college. That's. <laughs> I mean, the Keystone, let's be honest. The Keystone man rolls Natty up. Light, yeah. <laughs> Every beer commercial should just be some person pulling up in an incident management truck. There you go. Stop the Michelob Ultra shit where it's, it shows like athletes like, oh, this is my day off. It's my This is what I do after up. I run a marathon is drink a beer. Yeah, yeah, that's not what happens. I mean, and they don't fucking drink Michelob Ultra if they're drinking a beer yeah, after a if, run. If, <laughs> if I, hell, I run a mile. I just want a shot of whiskey. So. <laughs> this is like what would happen to Chris if he I just want a shot of whiskey. I don't have to run for that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have an agenda that? Yeah, no, no. sorry. This is this is basically. I just wanted to discuss incident management. Yeah, we don't really have agendas mm-hmm. here. We we just kind of do whatever wherever the conversation goes. So yeah, we were talking about you being back in Utah. So it seems permanently. Yeah, right now it's well, it's an incident that needs to be managed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it the the work is good here. You know, I've been out here. I've lived here since. Almost, almost 14, 15 years, something like that. I've been here for what? Three, four Olympics. That's good enough. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> I, I like that's how you judge it. I always do that. Like four, I, I've been here for four Olympics. Yeah. Cycles. And I feel like a good, a good spawning point, like a good reference is like when Ja rules career, like tank. <laughs> I always, and I always measure shit by like when, cause like 50 cents, great. Get rich or die trying came out in 2003 and that's a perfect barometer for where I was in my life. I don't I was 20 years old, well, 19, whatever. I don't know, whatever the fucking math is on that. Way young. I was I was younger and and uh so I always measure stuff by that. 
was this pre 50 cent it's not my favorite album it's just, it's just i remember <laughs> it was just that moment in your life it was just a moment where you know g unit was a unit of g's <laughs> we need him and dash to come in and and talk that together was, about i met dash that. i heard yeah, i heard yeah. yesterday he yeah. said that you guys are amigos now yeah dash is good peoples man uh he's he's a cool dude <laughs> i want to be in the same room with those two tra- attractive black men i'm good with that <laughs> <laughs> did you and dash box no i fuck no i'm not boxing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to get hurt. He'd, he'd be nice. <laughs> I did all right. It, it, it's he'd like dance box. That would be. Like I, I just told jokes as I was boxing. I would occasionally take out. <laughs> I did okay for those. Uh, oh yeah. Listeners backstory. That, yeah, backstory. I did a charity boxing match at the Draper Amphitheater for the Continue Mission organization, which is a great organization that actually uh, helped funds uh, and supports veterans dealing with uh, suffering from PTSD and uh, physical injuries as well. And so uh, it was a great opportunity, you know, to, to just do something fun and positive and get my ass in shape. Shit, I dropped, what, 12 pounds in two weeks. It was it was great. Wow. And uh, it, it actually felt pretty damn good to, to, to kind of punch someone in the face. <laughs> I don't like punching people. I don't either. But like, man, I'm good at now it. Now you understand <laughs> why everyone does it. Like, yeah. that's that's why guys do it. It feels it's, good. It's, it's, I, I don't say it, guys I didn't do like it. It's, it. It's everybody does. No. Some people, yeah. No. Trust me, in my family, all the women can box. Well, no, I used to take taekwondo, and yeah. I would, like, get pushed into the corner because I didn't like to hit people. I, I just... How was it once you were in the ring? Like, could you think through your punches? Because I always freeze up. When, like, I know what I'm supposed to do, but it happens so fast. It happens fast, but for me, when I when I was in there, and I've, I've sparred before. Like, I've been in the military for almost 15 years. That's what, that's what originally brought me to Utah. And... So I've, I've, you know, and then I grew up in L.A., you learn how to fight. So it's just um, when every time I've been in a fight, it's just, yeah, it it does happen fast. But you try to just think about what where your where your body's at, where your openings are, where your hands are and where like spacing between you and your opponent. My T-Rex arms. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. You just, that means you got That means you got to bob and weave and get in, come right. up with, underneath with the uppercut. Work the body. Fuck right. that. You get in close, they can't get a good punch. Yeah. And if, if shit goes wrong, you know, if you can't fight, just call incident management. There you go. That's, that's a, a callback, folks. That's how this works. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just staying in Utah because the, the growth. I mean, you look at I've been here for, what, 14 years. And you you go down, even though I don't like going south of the 215, uh, you go down the Silicon Slopes or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're just like, man, they're building up everything. And then you go downtown, which I, that's where I stay. I stay in my little bubble of the 215. And it's just, so, there are apartments and townhomes just popping up everywhere. Those and, ones on 6th that I drive past all the time, I always mm-hmm. think, that looks like a nice place to live. Yeah, there's, they have a gym on the bottom floor. Yeah. There's people in there working out in the morning. Let's sell a house and move out. <laughs> I mean, it's well. The girls are gone. Yeah, we don't need the space. Can't you, you can't help you can't help but just like want to stay here and just watch the growth because it's only a ma- like I was I was on the fence. What made me move back was obvious, obviously uh, the the cost of living and but there's an opportunity. I work as an actor and uh, work as a comedian, and it, there's just such a surplus of of actors and comedians in LA. I mean, yeah, the, the opportunity is there. You're, you're at the heartbeat of it, 
But if you know your market, know, know your niche, you can work with it and just kind of overcome that. And so you kind of have to, I can do wise guys out here and drive our comedy in Provo and, and work that and try to build off that audience. And, you know, um, they, they cast a lot of projects out here as far as in the acting. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, hell, they filmed Westworld, uh, Yellowstone, mm-hmm. uh, with Kevin Costner out here. Andy. High school musical. I mean, you should get in on that. Hereditary. Yeah, I got, uh, yeah, Hereditary, <laughs> which I love the movie. Uh, I can't stop thinking about it. It's been like a month since I've seen it. I need to go see it. Yeah, it's a, I love the movie. <laughs> just wish there was a person of color in the movie. I mean, like, <laughs> like I mean, true. Like, just, just a person, you know? Um, well, there just, was one, but I mean, just let you walk through the scene. Yeah. Um, and like, and there, well, there was just a lot that was like bugged me about. I was like, wait, so they're on Kearns that like they live up in Park City, but this kid's going to West High. This shit don't make no sense. Right, right, right. Yeah, nobody goes to West High unless they have to. I don't know, but only we would know that because yeah, see, we I live here. Yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know the high schools, but it, I, I was like, I know the distance. Like, what kind of preppy shit is this? Anyway, um, <laughs> long distance bus ride. Yeah, but uh, well, I'm sorry. Where was I? While you're here, working opportunities. Yeah, working opportunities. There's just a lot of working opportunities as far as as uh, building an audience and and I do a I do a lot of acting out here. You know, you were wearing pink shorts earlier today. I saw yeah. That well, no, they they were they weren't pink. They were uh, what was that color? Fuchsia. I saw? No, they weren't. It, it was it was salmon. It wasn't salmon because like, <laughs> there were salmon pants right next to it. It was like a khaki salmon. <laughs> khaki salmon. It, it was. It, it looked like it looked like a pork chop. Like like a raw pork <laughs> yeah like a raw pork chop like it's a white flesh like a white yeah beard, like a naked so like beard. if a if a white person were wearing them, we might look naked uh yes I wore my 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 khaki shorts were were white flesh <laughs> that uh, peach peach color <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I, about that. Yeah. Skin suits. <laughs> I, I was thinking it. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking it. Okay, I'd really fuck pink. me. I know, but. I said Fresh Prince. It's, I think. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff. I, I love the outfit. That was the outfit that, that, that they had me I in. Love, I love that the socks are like yellow and blue or something. It was yellow and green. The super, oh, green. Seattle Supersonics colors, 1980s. Maybe I should take so the. Paint. I have the, the blue filter off my yeah, phone. Maybe that's, that's what it why. is. Yeah. But there's just so many opportunities out here. And if you're, you just got to find it. There's the, the hustle still here. You know, uh, so many people are coming to Salt Lake City from other, from other, you know, cities. You go to Portland. Like, I feel like Salt Lake is more like Portland. Mm-hmm. And Austin. I've heard it compared to yeah. Austin, too. It's, it's like, it, it, it's like uh, if Portland and Denver had like a, 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 a a shitty little brother. <laughs> Thought you were gonna say a baby. Yeah, no, no. It's just, it's just like the the wannabe little, like the little, the little brother that's like always following them around. Not really old enough to drink or party, but wants to. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and then they just really get really big into IT. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it, it's 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 cool here. I I never thought I'd say that. You know, when I first moved here, I was like, get me the hell out of here. But. Uh, now I just it works. You you find it, you make it work. Plus my son's here, so. So the military brought you here. What what, what branch? Uh, Air Force. Air Force. Yeah. So you're He's out a of hill. Yeah. And uh, was I'm sorry. What? Out of hill Air Force Base. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was my first duty assignment, and I got had a couple tours, and came back. Decided to get married. Then 
decided not to be married. <laughs> but, but as had, happens most of the yeah, time. But I had days. an amazing son, you know, who's about to turn 11 as we record this. And I'm, I'm just, it's been fun just being here, you know. And so that was that was another reason why I came back was even though my son was like, you should go to California because he, he understood the opportunity. You know, I don't work a nine to five, you know, every day yeah. is, you just go get it. You know, and if I've done open mics and fucking laundry mats, and my, I've done it, I've done an open mic. A, a damn near, it was like right next door to a check check cashing place, <laughs> <laughs> which is like I might as well have just been in behind the the mirror or the, behind the, <laughs> the screen. bars, yeah, the bars, the pushing the little button. That would have that would have been better. I would have rather do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a what's, lot there's just a lot of opportunity out here what's the what's the creepiest or craziest place that you've done a done a, a stand-up gig or an open mic the gig? creepiest because there's some really creepy shady. ass shady yeah places. shady sh- more shady uh, like yeah. I, i'm thinking like like burt's tiki lounge not yes. knowing what burt's tiki lounge <laughs> is yeah um or was i guess was i gotta say it was it was johnny's johnny's on johnny's. second they used to do karaoke. This was like my first, <laughs> yeah. This was like one of my first. This was like my first few months doing comedy. Was that like seeing a couple lines until a joke in between? Yeah. No, like lines? well, they they they'd have somebody do karaoke. They'd have somebody do a song, and then you come up and do like a five minute set. And I was really new to comedy, and this was back when they actually had some. You in L.A. you can get like. If you're ambitious enough, there's probably four to five open mics you can hit that night, you know, every night. Yeah. So, you know, do the math. You're up 35 times on stage if you're that ambitious enough or more. In in Salt Lake City, you had maybe one. You probably had maybe five mics a week at the mm-hmm. time when I started. And it was, I'd say, really four. And there was like, because Mo, it was Moe's, the old Moe's that was by... Gracie's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then there was uh, Johnny's. Then there was Wise Guys. Then there was like a one up at the U. That was about it. Every I can't, but Johnny's on second. I remember the first time I got on stage, I was like, I never done Johnny's before. I was just trying to work my time. They do care, jokey guy introduced me. <laughs> Keep your applause going for the next guy coming to stage. Some drunk. And then it say Jay Whitaker, and then some drunk in the back. Before I even say, "Hey, how you doing?" He goes, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, all right, <laughs> this is gonna be good." Yeah. It actually worked out pretty well, but it was it was it was pretty intense. Yeah, it was it was just it was just sleazy because it's, it's Johnny's. No, and no disrespect to Johnny's on second, but I like the place. But we all know what it is. <laughs> like we know what it is. You know. So what made you decide like I should do stand up and do an open mic? Uh that's it's all right, there's the uh there's three answers. There's the good, the bad, and the ugly. I and like I I always say this just because it, it it's a series. It's gonna it's gonna take me a minute to explain it, but I'll I'll get as I'll get to it quickly as possible. The good part um would be just the fact that I grew up around stand-up i um one of my family members um i don't really talk about it much but his name is mark curry he used to be on the show hanging with mr cooper as a kid uh from tgi friday no big deal just mark curry no i mean well somebody well, robinson just, but, it's, but the whole thing is it's just like i don't <laughs> you know like i i wanted to earn my spot you know what sure, i mean sure but i grew up around it 
you know, I would always be like hanging out with him at the uh, the Brea Improv. So you were the shitty little brother. Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> but you were I, the Salt Lake. We of. like he when I when I was like a teenager, we wore the same uh, shoe size, and I was like he wore size thirteen, and so like he he. He would just always hook me up with random shoes. I went to prom and Gucci loafers. That shit, I was looking fly as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but uh, he's he's always just, you know, just took me along with him. And so I would, my, my pops would always be there with, you know, and so we'd always go support him. So I just always was around it, you know. And I remember uh, passing through when I lived in L.A. with pops, you know, I'm, saw Martin Lawrence was headlining uh, the comedy store and I was like, all right, I want to do that one day. And, you know, he just said, figure it out. You can do anything. I had a very supportive father and he still is very supportive about it. So I, I'm grateful for that. The bad, um, I would say, would just be uh, the shit that I had to go through in life. You know, um, I've spent a lot of time in the military. I I'm divorced, um, fighting a custody battle as we speak, even 10 years later after my divorce. And so, God, I'm opening up already. Uh, <laughs> and so it's this shit's got to go somewhere. And I started going to my therapist and, you know, many, what, eight years ago. And I would, he's like, all right, well, he'd bring his notepad. I'd bring mine. And I just talk about whatever the hell was going on in my head. And I'd make myself laugh because I'm like, this is, to me, this is hilarious. I'm getting rid of these feelings. And and he's like, I don't think this is productive. I don't think this is the right form or format. <laughs> and then I realized through poker games that I would, because I used to play all these midnight poker games with all my military buddies. And we'd play like these 10, 12 hour games. You play poker that long, you're going, it, it's not just a bunch of dudes in stupid shirts wearing, you know, sunglasses trying to not smile and breathe <laughs> there's going to be some small talk so we would tell all these old school stories of you know shit that we that we had done you know uh places we've traveled uh things we've seen and people we've done whatever you know and and we'd have those kind of stories i don't want to say locker room talk but just talk poker poker table talk bunch of old military dudes talking and women that. and women we were oh, like oh some uh, there was a lot there was a lot of women that would, uh, we'd sit there that we worked with that we we discuss we we would discuss a lot of shit politics religion sex it was, and so we just figured it out and I, through that and realized it was it was my way of venting and a lot of veterans don't have that uh outlet you know some you know i have i have i have people that i work with that are still suffering from ptsd and they have they don't have anywhere to aim it you know, whether it's playing a, a musical instrument or writing or craftsmanship, whatever. They need somewhere. That shit, you got to aim it somewhere. And it, for me, it came out in, in just jokes. And so I just ran with it. Now, the ugly, um, this goes back to high school. My One of my best friends, Robert uh, Sickles, that I grew up with, uh, we played high school uh, uh, football and track together. We basically, he was my... Like him and I were very similar height in weight and body athleticism. Uh, I was a little bit faster. He was a little bit stronger. And so we kind of like a Ryu and Ken, so to speak. And uh, that's kind of how we train. We always trained with each other, football and, and track and field. Uh, 
he's the main reason I joined the Air Force. I, I blew out my knee in college. I was at Cal State San Marcos for a little bit. And uh, he joined the military like right after uh, 9-11. And so he came home on mid-tour and I asked him how it was because I was looking at exploring my other options because I got a bum-ass knee now and I wanted to get out of my mom's house. And so told me about it, immediately joined the Air Force. Boom. So he's still in Japan. I get my first duty assignment, come to Utah. And then he's, you know, I'm doing my end processing. And all of a sudden he yells out this super inside joke, which I'm not going to say. Um, <laughs> he yells out this super inside joke. And, you know, I turn around. I'm like, only one person would say that to me. And it's him. He just transferred two two weeks prior. So now, I'm, so now my high school buddy, my training partner, I'm in the Air Force with him in Utah. Made my stay much more enjoyable. Fast forward about a year and a half. He gets out of the military. Um, he goes back home to California. Uh, it's now... 2010 i'm supposed to head home for uh this massive new year's eve party my brother was playing um at this hotel uh in costa mesa and so then um uh long story short robert had a baby brother david and david was getting picked on by some asshole in the parking lot david uh you know tries to break up this just pass off this guy like leave me the fuck alone robert steps in to you know like, hey, go fuck off. And then next thing you know, a drunk asshole on New Year's Eve produces a knife, stabs Robert <gasps> in the heart. Robert bleeds out, dead on arrival. Now, and I was supposed to be there that night. So, and I, still in my mind, like, and for, for the listeners and just for you guys, throughout my life, I've known Robert as a very, he's, he's been one of my best friends and we would always joke around together. He, he's the one that told me you should be a comedian because we'd always do stupid shit together. I would, um, I was always like the caretaker of, of the group. You, if you rolled with me, everybody got home safe because we wouldn't get into fights because I knew how to talk my way out of it or we just fight. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I lived with a lot of survivor's guilt after, cause I was supposed to be there that night. Couldn't make it, couldn't make it. I had to bail. And, um, so when I went home for his funeral a week later, I'm sitting there looking at him. I'm like, oh my, we used to make fun of how old we were getting. And um, I'm looking at him. He was young as shit. I'm like, and he, since he told me that I should do that, and I thought about, you know, you start, if you, I don't know if you guys have had friends pass, but you start thinking about, shit, have I accomplished everything before I go? Have I done what I wanted to do? And then I was like, screw it, just do it. And so each time I go, it, it helped me get over the the pain of losing robert so and i just still st uh, it's like my way of honoring him through the stage each time i go up so yeah that's the good the bad the ugly that's pretty damn good reasons to get into that's comedy. the short version <laughs> I, I try yeah i try that's a, that's the shortest time i know it's a long story but that's like the shortest amount of time i've told it in well good then we can talk about other shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just didn't want to bring everybody down but you know like it, it's yeah but it's part of your story so. it, it is it is it, that's uh, that's my origin if you will and you know so what's your superpower my superpower i don't i don't know at this point i think it's just putting up with bullshit you know <laughs> like, can I mean, you share that with me because i'm not good at that you just you just absorb it <laughs> you know like that's what it, i think it, i i got big on deadpool uh as a kid because his uh, his 
superpower was adaptive regeneration. Well, not necessarily adaptive. That I was more so Darwin in X Men, so to speak. But um, I'm getting way off track. <laughs> but uh, just regeneration, like, and I love the idea that no matter what, you know, life keeps throwing at you, you just regenerate. You know, and that like Deadpool's my favorite character because of that. Is just like life's gonna always throw you something that's gonna try to kill you. He's Deadpool's like living with cancer. Yeah. You know, his body's in constant, it's constantly regenerating. And then the idea of that like sunk with me, like it stuck with me as a kid because I was like, life's going to keep trying to kill you. That's, that's the whole point. You just got to keep regenerating and keep fighting back. And so, I don't know, that's, I guess, regeneration. How about that? Sure. Is that good enough? It's good. Any answer is good enough. Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> I don't know. There are. Well, okay. I mean, you could say like there's no my such, pants. Yeah. That's probably not the best superpower, but I'm, yeah, we'll see. I'm. I don't know if you want me to be funny or inspirational or like just you. I just, just you. Okay. Just want you to be you. We we didn't we didn't ask you to, to be <laughs> Did funny. You say just let me Thank think. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I need to think about that. Oh, you got the diecast Voltron. Is that the diecast or the plastic? No, that's no. an original plastic no. from way back in the day. Hell yeah! I think it's like twenty. No, I know. I remember I got one on my on my fifth birthday, and I fucked it up immediately. <laughs> a lot of people did. Yeah, that's one of the few remaining toys from when I was a kid. Actually, it's. That's, his that's mom a was a douche when, when I was like 14 years old my mom took all our toys and she's like you're too old for these my brother's two years younger than me she fucking threw them all away just oh, threw them away so we had hundreds of G.I. Joe's like the original like the three and a half inch total yeah yeah the ones where you spin, you spin the tor- yeah, torso the, too much and the rubber band snaps yeah, yeah, yeah the original Ninja Turtles with the with the curled three finger hands we used to so we lived in a in, inside apartment like three stories we used to fucking hook up ropes all over the place and like slide them down because their hands were perfect to go on like a it was the best like a tw- piece of twine I, I, I miss I miss shit like that I still have my Ninja Turtles buried buried in a time capsule in Kansas City Missouri when I went to go visit my aunt Sylvia it's crazy. That's awesome. Excuse me, Aunt Sandy. Aunt Sylvia's in Cleveland. Sorry. You need to go dig those up before she. No, they're using your aunt. <laughs> it's. I, I was there like I was there one day, and I thought I was going to be there for the week, but then I ended up coming back early, so I just never got it to get them back. And so I came back to California, and my mom's like, "Where's your Ninja Turtles?" In Missouri. <laughs> so they're still there. As far as you know. Like yeah. Unless some other little kid was like, I'm going to bury this whatever. And I still, like, hey, like, like Ninja Turtles. Like, I haven't been to that house in 25 years. So the second I do, she's still alive. If I, the second I get there, I'm not even like, skip, I think that needs to be a life hug. Skip the hug. Fuck turtles. it. I'm going to the backyard. <laughs> Give me a beer. Call incident take management. One of those. Yes, incident management. You know they got a shovel. You know they got a fucking shovel. Hey, American Pickers just dug up an Indian motorcycle for the same thing. They went to this lady's house and they were like, these people buried their dad buried his motorcycle. And sure enough, they found every single piece of it. Why'd they bury the motorcycle? I don't know. Because people are fucking weird. You know what? I'm, no, I'm, I'm, not allowed, I'm not even allowed to judge. I, I buried Ninja Turtles. You bury your motorcycle. Whatever. I don't bury things. That's weird. What, well, I mean, like, that 
that means that's okay. You, you, not not a lot of people bury things. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's weird. Like you, it's weird that there's like this. Like there's more than one story here about people burying things. Well, no, I was a kid. I was I was like, hey, the Ninja Turtles are going underground. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like I'm, a, I'm they a, live in the fucking sewer. They have to go underground. Yeah, I'm they an live. idiot kid. We used I'm to an, we used to make fucking like like forts with moats and like drown our GI Joes and fucking yeah. light them on fire and shit because they were in battles. Yeah, and you're you're just you're you're an idiot kid. You're just stupid. You don't know your head from your ass. Take the little green army man and put gasoline on him and light him up. All right. Well, that's that's something you need to see for <laughs> We used to we used to like like those you know firecracker tanks that like uh-huh. roll for two seconds and then stop and light on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to take those and light them and point them at anthills. Well, really? that's why the ants attacked you. That's that's what we did for fun. Anthill anthills always. I could spend like. I could spend I think hours the longest I've ever seen your hair. Yeah, I've grown out my hair a little bit. It's it's for a project I'm working on. So, and not it, it, just keep wearing the hat. No, I just I just, like, I just, I just like this. I just like this hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hair my hair got kind of long. Yeah, I think that's for, the for, I've for ever seen yeah it. for me. It, you know, normally my hair is pretty short because of the military. But yeah. Are you still in the military? Yeah, I am um, as a reservist. And, and so, you know, the whole weekend warrior thing. And so that was another reason why I moved back to. There's a lot of things that just my son, acting, comedy, <laughs> geek show, well, everything just kept bringing me back. The stint in Louisiana was from the military, right? Uh, Did you do some training down there? Yeah, or yeah. That was, that, was, that was originally uh, Mississippi. Yeah, but, oh, that Mississippi. Was, but I was, was part of it. They're the same fucking state. They're really close. Eh, it's not the same, because <laughs> the second you cross the, the second you cross that bridge into the mag to the beautiful Magnolia State that is Louisiana, Louisiana. It's, it's so beautiful. I miss it. I miss it. like right around this time two years ago. I was down there. I had the best summer of my life. Best summer of my life. That's that's saying something. Yeah, I, it, it's yeah. So thoughts of moving there instead of here? That no, I wouldn't move there. Definitely would go visit there. Like. Give me a condo for six months down there and a per diem. Yeah, I'm going to have me a good old-fashioned American time. It was a good time. So you like birds. This is true. <laughs> I don't understand it because I fucking hate birds. I, a lot so of people much. hate birds. I mean, fuck, they're annoying. Don't get me started. I mean, like, yeah, they're annoying as shit, but it, it's it, they're just honestly, I like the, the, the colors, you know, and as a, as a kid, it just reminds I was my dad. We we didn't have we didn't have dogs or cats in the house. We had fish and we had birds. That was like our that was like our thing. And so, um, can't afford a fish tank. Well, I don't I don't really have the upkeep. I'm I'm, I'm always gone. And same with birds. So it's just like eh. But I but I just like I just like what the different types of birds and they've, they've always got like funny names. Like they always sound like some sort of sexual act. <laughs> Macaw. Like, well, no, no, no. For example, like I, I'm, I'm making this up. Like it the probably is like a red bellied throat catcher or <laughs> like just, yeah. just real like nut thrasher. <laughs> that is an actual name. That na- sounds yeah. like a real bird. Yeah. Like I mean, just, just take, just take a body part, uh, like a funny body part, like, nah, well, there's blue-footed bo- booby. That's that's one we all know. Uh, but, like, you could probably say, like, uh, underside 
titmouse, you know, which is a type of bird. Titmouse, yeah. Yeah, titmouse is. You know, like, so they're all, they've got, like, goofy names. You can tell ornithologists are like, yeah. Bunch of dirty old guys naming stuff. What's going on, booby? Yeah, they just, they just, (laughs) they just, you you can tell they, you know, they drop something and then they're like, oh, let's name this fucking bird. You know? Like a woodpecker. Yeah. Exactly. That's, I mean, there it is. There's the low hanging fruit right there. It's, there's a, there's a peacock. I mean, like you can go on. And there, it's a I lot of you. sexual stuff in there. <laughs> and and birds just have funny mating rituals, you know. And and all the males are prettier than the females. Actually, uh, the uh, quetzals, quetzals, quetzal. Uh, they're down in uh, like Peru. I want to say Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, that shit. I don't know, but they're beautiful. They have the very, they're green and have these very long rainbow-esque tails. And then also the, uh, the Goldian Finch. They come in all these different colors and they're, they're absolutely gorgeous. So, yeah. So, I don't know. You just like you, birds. You can say birds have weird mating rituals, but come on, humans have some of the fucking weirdest mating rituals. Yeah, I know. We go on this app and then we keep swiping till someone fucks us. That's yeah. That's pretty much our. That's a weird mating ritual. I'm like a I'm like a pre tender dater. Like I've never used that kind of service. Before. I used it one time and I was immediately was like, nope, not for me. <laughs> I like meeting people in person. You know what that's I mean? True. That's true. I like meeting people in person. Just like hey. Okay, figure this out. I don't know. I was, I was in college the first time I had ever even heard about any kind of online dating, and I just it didn't get it. It just seems so strange to me. To, to, to just, I mean, I, I understand why it exists. People are busy, you know, and like, what weather, you know, consolidate that shit, you know. And I, besides, I went through the whole MySpace era with mm-hmm. which that, that shit was dangerous, <laughs> you know. I, I'm in my mid thirties and eh, the MySpace there, that that shit's trouble. You know, you could go on and be like, All right, let's see. Uh this race, this height, this weight, this interest, and who's in my area, who's in my gas mileage radius, <laughs> and who's online now. Yeah. That shit worked. <laughs> it did. It did. That was Tinder before Tinder. And now it's uh, just a place for really shitty music videos. Yeah. Wait, they put music MySpace. videos? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's all exists. like music. It's, about all it's it is like, now. Is it, it's still around? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's oh, yeah. the point of it now? Like, we had this music? conversation like two it's, weeks ago. It's, it's, it's just music now. So it's like it's people trying to fucking pedal their really shitty music. And so MySpace exists. Do they still have Mafia Wars? No, you remember Mafia Wars? Wars? That shit was yeah. You just sit there you're like you just sold eighty ounces of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Kill your you're gonna poke your friend and kill them. Yeah, that was like it's like leisure suit Larry for well, like the two thousand. Those yeah, those were like the original Facebook games like mm-hmm. Mafia Wars and stuff. People send just the invites constantly. So and so wants you to be. Yeah, I remember mafia. playing those types of games on like my TI eighty three in high school. Like we would we would fucking oh, yeah, the download the graphing calculator games, and it was that kind of stuff. Like okay, you buy this much coke for this amount of money. Like how are you? Are you where are you selling it? Like how, how much profit are you gonna make? To me, and that was like. <laughs> like the fact that that was that that immediately canceled each other out playing that on the graphing calculator and everything because it was just like you're doing like the coolest thing on the fucking nerdiest object (laughs) like yeah drugs 
graphing calculator. <laughs> My daughter's like totally attached to her graphing calculator. She's had it since high school. She was all bummed because she thought it was dead. And yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Sorry. No. It's total total tangent thing. No. She's like in college now, and she's like, "Mom, a graphing calculator might have died." I'm like, "Use your sisters." She's like, "But, mom." We we all had that one thing that we were attached to, like when we went to school, you know. Like, yes, she's attached to her graphing calculator. I, st- I still ha- I still have my high school. I boxed when I did my boxing. My I wore my lucky uh, shorts from high school underneath my other. You still fit in your high school shorts. I still have I still have the speedo, like the unitard, like the because I was yeah, a, a track and field. No track and oh, field, and uh, we we ran, we ran in the whole one. It still fits. <laughs> still fits. That's impressive. That's it, impressive. It, it, I don't it, fucking fit in anything. From it, high school. It's 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 a struggle, but it still fits. I'm <laughs> smaller than I was in high school. Right. I, think, I, don't, I don't know. So I got, yeah. a, I got a question for you. And this is kind of out of left field, but we were talking about the graphing calculators, and I've had this conversation with folks. <laughs> okay, here we go. Is, but, this, is this about the manual? All right, dude. No, no, no. So, so you help with the settings? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know you can Google this shit, right? <laughs> every, every person, I feel like every person has some piece of technology that, like, they they comes along and that's it for them as you get older like like you know for my parents like the vcr <laughs> well i mean like smartphones for a lot of people that's it like they don't mm-hmm. they they can't fucking grasp how to use a smartphone mm-hmm. right and so they just give up they just won't do it i remember as a kid we got the atari and my my grandma just couldn't even fathom the atari yeah yeah so is really? there is there a piece <laughs> of technology that exists or a, a technological piece or or like like bitcoin for me is like i think it's fucking insane and stupid that people get into cryptocurrency is there a technology that is like at your limit um bitcoin is one of them like where i'm like i get it you know like it's it's funny that how that's really funny because my my brother's been really trying to get me into it and i'm um, to me, it's like Nintendo money. Yeah, uh, Disney dollars. It's it's, it's yeah. just like yeah. <laughs> it's like that's what I, I was like because I was I was just like I, I don't. But I'm if it if it saves us all, whatever, you know. But it, I don't know. Batman bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you can make your own cryptocurrency. Yeah, you. I mean, you. Like, that's the thing. It's just like I'm gonna go spend my Jay Whitakers. Yeah, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call them that. I would, you wouldn't what call would you, them what would you call what would you if, call if I your my, cryptocurrency if I have my um, bitwits bitwits oh, there, there, there you go bitwits bitwits trademark yeah. <laughs> trademarking that stand, one right now, right now. <laughs> <laughs> buy my website like I'm buying my own website right now <laughs> bitwits bitwits with two t's it's actually really genius Thank you. Yeah. Would you like to sign up for a seven-day <laughs> seven, uh, trial of Bitwits? So here's the thing. I can set it up for you. If yes. you if you if you sign up now and you sign up seven seven people, of your best friends, yes. then every person they sign up, you get a chunk of what they don't right. make him an MLM. And I'll pay you in Dude, Disney dollars. We're in fucking Utah. Oh, just use the Disney dollars. We are in Utah. MLM is how every business is set up here now. I mean, we were just talking about the, the Young Living Farm before you got here, and yeah. the the oils and I've oh I've done I've done uh, commercials for all of them <laughs> you know I, I've done yeah I've we been. won't ask you to talk about them yeah, have you done a commercial for Zango not yet so the Noni for I don't think they exist anymore I don't think so either. I think they went under because of a lot of infighting I've done some stuff for doTERRA and Young mm-hmm. Living so which did you know doTERRA was created by people that were fired from Young Living of yeah. course they were there's no fucking original ideas anymore uh, I, will, I will say this I I, I 
They paid me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm let good. Me, I, me, I got paid. Let me be clear. Young Living's not a new idea. Snake oil has been around for fucking generations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You didn't know that? It's been around forever. Like, it's true. It's good like stuff. Years. I got some over here. It's like off-brand random snake oil. It, it, it's, it's, it smells it's, good. It's all rubbed the same. You, you know, it's all rubbed you can, the same. You, you can buy it with bedwits. There nope. it is. It's <laughs> no coconut oil. Coconut, coconut, like, see? Jay's, like, obsessed with coconut oil. I love, see, you're like, now we're about to, see, this is, I don't hey, like, hey, listeners, this is where we're getting to the moisturizing oh, part of the show. You want moisturizing. Jay's moisturizing you, ritual is, like, is freaking right. insane. Ashy. You can start talking about ashy. it, because I'll be back in, like, 20 minutes. Yep. So go ahead and start talking about it. Fair <laughs> enough. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. There's an episode uh, that I do yep. on, on my on Geek on my, Show. Oh, not Geek oh, Show. Well, oh, on, did you on, my, on, on I, yours? Yeah, I do a podcast called the the Incredibly Vocal Minority, which is a long fucking name. Don't ask. It's 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 a. It's actually a really cool way that you came up with that name. Well, a lot of people don't know it. I will tell you off mic how I came up with it. Like, it's 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 kind of like me trolling someone. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we do that, but we're more obvious. Yeah, yeah we're super obvious. And um, so. Uh, there's an episode entitled 15 Minutes Each, each Butt Cheek. I like that I made eye contact with you. As sure, said that's Jeremy's minutes. like favorite thing. Yeah. He's actually more of a boob man, though. Are you? You would have had him more if you had talked about boobs. Well, we did talk about boob. That's true. Booby. Yeah. Blue, blue-footed boobies. Yeah. No, like, but yeah, you got it. You anyway. got to do some. Gotta Chris bro- is the ass man and now he's, oh, here he's back just in time for, for ass talk. Ass talk. Yeah. 15 minutes what? each butt cheek. So what you do is you take coconut oil. You take some nice African herbal oil that I get at Walmart. I call it African <laughs> booty lotion. <laughs> and then Shit. a little bit of peppermint just for scent. You know, I fucking I'm love, I love oh, for really? like less than two minutes and you're talking about African booty oil. Yeah. And then I, I muddle some cilantro and raspberries. It sounds like a mojito. <laughs> no, just, well, that's, that's what I like to call it. Do you drink it? Yeah. It's the, <laughs> no, he rubs it on his butt cheek. Yeah. It's the mobito. You, you got a problem with dry ass? Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. Like I have a high melanin content. This is the, this is this a is high desert. It's a yeah, high white desert. Dude. Yeah. Well, look, I got like, I got, I got dry skin problems like on my elbows and my wrists and my ankles, but not my Yeah. Butt. And if you were black, you'd be ashy. Take, take some, you still, he is ashy. I right? am ashy. <laughs> take your, take your nails right now and just do that against your arm. Oh, I, do I it guarantee. On, I do it on the regular, man. I, I do it on the regular. He's judging you right now. I'm not those judgy eyes. I wasn't judging. He's, I, actually, he's, he's it, starting to use my oleo on his elbows. It was though. it was an observation. Yeah, no, they're they're fucking. We're gonna bad. introduce you to oleo right now. Have you ever? Have you ever? Have so they're a local company mm-hmm. based they're at a sugar house. So this is their beard oil, and both of these guys use you have, on their You actually have no idea how much better my elbows look. Now yeah, last year they were like cracking and like bleeding. Like, is this the sponsorship program? <laughs> no, Basically. no, we, like, we love. We don't believe guys. in sponsorships. Oh, wow. I have fucking super dry skin, mm-hmm. and like especially in my hands and stuff, and they'll crack and fucking bleed. My daughter don't. has like horrible acne, and this is like the only thing that helps her. Really? Yeah, she uses their masks and stuff. Like I love. Of their products. Would you say that this oil is essential? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Just I just want to make sure. No, they, it doesn't they, create incidences. Okay. No, yeah. but they do have they do have some essential oils in Sometimes them for some of them for do. scent mostly. Frankincense lavender. Yeah. That's the one I this, use on my face and this, my feet. This feels biblical now. Yeah. <laughs> this is not. See here. Here. Okay. Smell it. No, well, I love it. lavender. It's a calming agent. Not when you run through it. It's like Avon going on right now. I know, like we're having a tasting. 
No, you just got to put it on your skin. You technically it could taste it. And the thing is, is Ooh, unlike a lot of good. oils, like <laughs> they, they leave you feeling oily. These don't. Yeah. These it just soak just, right in. Oh, look have at that touched. shimmer. Look at that shimmer. <laughs> Isn't that pretty? Look at me. I'm a fancy bitch. <laughs> we love this stuff. Look at this shit. Like we buy it by the gallons. I don't know if we buy it well, uh, They have tattoo oil, so yep. your tattoos would like be nice and clean but and this fresh. Stuff, so Chris like swore off beard oil. Like he was like, "It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Why would anybody use it?" But he uses it, and like Jeremy's beard used to be like, you know, like where your yeah. hair's cut. See now they like all grow in the right direction. Yeah. See, this is their stuff is amazing, and Jen Jen makes it herself. She makes her own soaps. <gasps> she makes them out of like beer. Isn't, isn't, that, isn't that how they boost shit up in Fight Club? Yeah, but she doesn't make that kind of soap. <laughs> okay, I just I, I don't. Maybe they no. could. Maybe she they actually could do a gave me like a that. whiskey beer or a whiskey soap that to try. She gave me like the funny end because like it's handmade, so like the end was like a little teeny piece to just try, but it's made out of whiskey from uh, Sugar House. Yeah. Whiskey soap. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Chris so, and I went and did the beer soap. Yeah. We so maybe soap. my uncle wasn't a drunk. He just washed himself in whiskey <laughs> soap. Way too much. Yeah. Just, he's like, oh. well, when he started eating it, that's, yeah. that was the giveaway. He was like, oh, you smell like alcohol. No. Okay. Maybe no, I'll, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. 30 years <laughs> is unforgiven now. <laughs> For, excuse me. It's forgiven now. 30 years. That's, uh, that's Good like my Lord. mom. You oh, didn't man. know you could shimmer. Did you? This is, no, I, oh, trust me. I've, I know. I, went, I, went through, I, I messed around a lot on MySpace in He's my 20s. Some, yeah, I've seen, I know what oil. shimmer is. Baby oil. Right. It's good for you. I'm breeze bringing down the soap. This is, soap. this is beer soap oh, that beer. Uh, Jeremy and Chris made from, where, where was it? Shades of Pale. Shades, Shades of Pale. Pale. Brewery. Mm, that's good beer. And I ain't talking Coors Light. No, that's good. High quality that's beer. That's good craft beer. Local Utah. Like, well, no, 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 no. My Jay, is like, uh. here, you, you get to Wait, take this home. Did you swear? Like, I'm serious. if you swore, then uh, You will love that. that so mouth. it's so awesome. You can like rub it on your face. You can rub it anywhere you want. It doesn't like hurt anything. It will make you literally squeaky clean. Beer, it will make your beer makes clean. me Beer makes me clean now. Yep, Jay is so excited right this, now. This I have like, I've used their wine soap, and now I have whiskey soap. This is their beer. Soap. What a time to be alive! We've got <laughs> Bitwits and beer that makes you clean. Yeah, doesn't get much better than Bitwits. Yeah, <laughs> good. I mean, just this is great. These guys have a, a brick and mortar now up on Twenty First South by um, what's that stupid barber? Uh, Jed. Jed's, Jed's barber shop. That's a good barber shop. Well, no, I just can't remember the name. Okay, of it. I was about to say like Jed's is a good. Twenty First South and like Twenty like First East. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just, it's literally the the breezeway between them. It's just the other side of the breezeway. They are amazing. We love these guys. Yeah. Check it out. They're so awesome. We can go to a farmer's market. They're there. I love the fucking farmer's market. They're there every Saturday. I love the farmer's market, man. That shit is so cool. Mm-hmm. Just walk around and be like, yeah, I want some artwork and some peaches. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's almost peach season. Yeah. A couple more weeks. Well, it's this cherry season right oh, now. Oh, cherries. Their cherries are so good. Th- we got some rainiers. This, oh. this is the fun part that I do like about Utah is that they all, each city is like, you know, what, Brigham City's got peach days. Mm-hmm. You go down to fucking, what, Payson, Payson they got mm-hmm. onion days, which I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Jess just went to lavender days. They, yeah, they got everything for everything. I don't know what I don't. Cherry Hills has their cherry orchards. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a cool thing. Park? It is. It's the middle of Cherry Hills. It's Heights. Fruit 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 Aptly named because of fruit. Fruit trees. And see that that which is misleading because when I first moved here, uh, normally if this is how you can tell 
like in most densely urban populated areas, if the name has heights after it, as a bad neighborhood. So when <laughs> I because they tried to make it sound true. good, right? You no, know, it's true. It's true. Like Washington Heights, Crown Heights. You know what I mean? Like, and so then I, you know, I'm like, I'm, I remember, yeah. Where do you live? Cottonwood Heights. I'm like, I ain't going there. You know, like, it's like hey, that's where Nash lives. Yeah, I ain't going to Fruit Heights. When, uh-uh, nah. <laughs> It sounds it's like yeah. the most affluent area. Fruit gangland. Yeah. It's, it's Fruit gang. <laughs> That's a new movie. Hashtag yeah. that. Well, let's be clear. We live in gangland. Yeah. This yes, is we gangland. do. Fruit this gang- is gangland. Fruit gangland. Yeah. gangland. This was is that a- starring, Don- uh, who was in that? Donald Fruit Oliver? Gangland? I don't know. Fruit Gangland. No, I That's... played that on my graphing calculator. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're actually in like Gangland right now. This is this ain't Gangland. It is. There's a fucking Harmons up the street. No. Dude, <laughs> no, like so Kern's High School. <laughs> like, on, I'm saying, don't, no, 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 Kern's High School on just on the other side no, for, of, of Harmons. We get that school gets shut down like at least ten times a yeah, year. Yeah, but there's bruschetta across the street. No, I'm not I'm not you're <laughs> not gonna convince compar- me. We can hear gunshots like, from what, our windows. Like what part of LA did you grow up in? Jay. I grew up in Inglewood in the eighties. Okay. So okay, Inglewood so no. in the eighties. Compared to that, nothing no. in Salt Lake Valley. But will in, Salt, in the Salt Lake Valley, like we hear gunshots out our windows. Yeah, that's just kids so. having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a park over here that somebody got stabbed in or something. Well, yeah, probably probably over bruschetta at Harmony. That <laughs> shit is delicious. Yeah, it is. Had some of the cheese there. That <laughs> shit is good. Now, yes, does this ha- does this happen in Inglewood? We had a lady. Steal a fucking fire truck out of a Seven Eleven down the street and drive it up to Walgreens, Walgreens. Walk into the store and tell them they ought to call the cops because she stole a fire truck. When the hell did y'all live in Florida? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That yeah, shit that, happened. That's, no, that, that's, that's, that's not California. Happened. That's Florida. <laughs> that's somebody that moved here from Florida. It was like, yeah, you know what? I'm this, is how I roll, this is how I, I roll back home. home. Well, and the thing is, is the 7-Eleven she stole it from is like the hangout for cops. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like cops. Who does that shit? <laughs> that woman had to be from Florida <laughs> and just felt homesick. Just needed to live on the edge. How would you feel this, this whatever five firemen that were in getting coffee? Yeah. How are you going to tell your boss that one? Oh, yeah, someone just stole the fire truck. Well, isn't somebody supposed to stay with, with the, the fire, fire truck? truck? No, they, well, they leave it running because they, yeah. they might have to leave. And yeah. it takes right, but I thought somebody points. was supposed to stay with it. In theory, but Call they Greg, ask I him. mean, at the end of the day, wait, so she drove it back home? No, she no. drove it to the Walgreens, Walgreens right, right here. Right she right drove it from, the, from there to there. It's actually a pretty good job. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I know me if I stole a fire truck. Like, like you probably fucking hit seven things on the way, right? Like, yeah, like, because there's a lot of buttons yeah. on that console. Like, you, so clearly Plus she Plus there's like the back driving thing. Right, so she clearly what? knew what the hell Only she was on doing. some trucks. They don't all have that. Unless well, unless it was up, like you. the fire SUV. Like, was it the yeah. fire SUV? Like the fire marshal's yeah. truck? Yeah. No. No. The wilderness fire no, truck. No, it was a host truck. Yeah. Yeah. It was a host truck, yeah. Yeah. It was an actual... Yeah. Okay, so the 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 what again? The woo <laughs> woo. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's how you describe it for for listeners. Yeah, so they can understand. Yeah, that, <laughs> the woo woo, the woo woo. There it is. So you're just talking about uh, L.A. and you're a Lakers fan. Yeah. So how do you feel about LeBron? You know what? I actually talked about this on on my show, and it, it's one of those things because uh, I'm I'm 34 as we record this, and I grew up. I was a sport. Like, if you lived in L.A. as a kid in the 80s and 90s, you were fucking spoiled. You know, not like spoiled pretty good. Not like a kid in Boston in the 2000s where Tom Brady, the uh, the Red Sox, the Celtics, Celtics, yeah, like yeah. the Bruins, Boston College was even good with Matt Ryan. Um, but like 
the Lakers were, were, were great. You know, they, they went back to back. Um, the, the Dodgers were great. The Angels had Jim Abbott. The Clippers always sucked, but you could at least guarantee like that you could guarantee that. You, know? you had the you had the you had the Raiders and the Rams. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, the Raiders and the Rams. Raiders were pretty good. The Rams were decent. Uh, the L.A. Kings. That's that's like that's. So is that, is that your favorite sport? By the way, is hockey your favorite sport? Hockey is because of just the science or around it. You know, well, I'll get to that in a moment. But uh, and I love the Kings because it's it's the only true L.A. team. Out of all the major sports, uh, excluding uh, MLS, because that came a little bit later. But I mean, out of the major sports, baseball, hockey, uh, football, we can sit in this house. MLS is a major sport. I do consider it too. I trust me. I used to go to the old school LA Galaxy games with Kobe Jones and everything. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um, To answer that question, I, I. like the Lakers have such a great history, uh, you know, banner, 16 championship banners. And I grew up with Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, you know, Shaq. And those teams, well, with the exception of Shaq, those teams we drafted, you know, we drafted Kareem, you know, Kareem Abdul. Well, actually, he came over from the Bucks, but it was a lot of like we, we always had a great young core and developed it around. And so, like, I don't know. To me, it's it's just like one of those. I like it. It's one of those things like you didn't expect it to get it. You're like, oh, shit, we, we got it. You know, like I didn't. I, I figured he would stay on the East Coast. So like the East Coast is somewhat relevant, but irrelevant. Um, so now LA is going to have a good team. Again. Yeah, I get. But it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I really wish I feel bad for Cleveland. You know, if anything, I feel because it's like I look at that whole situation like a relationship, you know, like. To me, like LeBron James, when he got drafted the first time, or excuse me, not the first time, but he, when he got drafted originally, he went to Cleveland. So he's like, he married his high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I've been with you for some years. I don't like where this shit's going. <laughs> I don't want to go fuck around with this girl I met in Miami for a few years. And then he fucks around in Miami, gets everything he wants, realizes, you know what? I miss home. So then he comes home. Baby, I missed you. And then he's like, I'm going to leave your ass again. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I feel. Like, oh, I get why. I yeah, you know what I mean? The first time. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, God, I'm going to LA. I can't deal with this shit. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I get it, but I just feel bad for Cleveland. And I just wish that the. From the NBA perspective, it's like the West is stacked. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can pick eight teams right now, and they're. Like towards the end of the year, it's always like six teams fighting for that those last two spots because it's so tight. You if you kind of have a, a like like if the Jazz were in the East, <laughs> they would yeah. probably be fucking number one or number two. Yeah. No, really, <laughs> like, no, really. And it's just it's just like yeah, if 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 you win a third of your games in the East Coast. You're like top four seed, you know. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> you know? It's, it's really bad. Yeah, it's just like you. you I, shit, I could put on a jersey and score twenty eight points in the in the Eastern Conference. Shit, I don't feel bad for Cleveland though because let's be honest, he he did a lot of work there. For he him. did. He and did. There, he he did as much work as he could. And now I gotta fucking make my career my career. Yeah. Like I can't just fizzle out here. It, it's not like it, it's yeah. It's one of those things where like I. I is he is he arguably the greatest of all time? 
I would say he's up there, you know, like for the type of player that he absolutely. is. Yeah, absolutely. You can't deny it. Like, I'm excited to see him play him in form blue and gold. It's not purple and gold. A lot of people get that mistake. It's form blue <laughs> and gold. You stand corrected. Yeah. yeah. Look it up. Look it up. No. There's somebody clicking clacking on their on their Probably. fucking. On their, no, I, I know what color Real is. It's not just red and blue. It's, it's cobalt, claret, and, and cobalt. claret. Yeah, and victory gold. Yep. Yeah, that's what you. It, so, those are interior designing names. Those are three hundred dollar words that you see on the ACT or something. <laughs> <laughs> so how do so do you go to jazz games ever? Um, I've gone to it. Like I grew up hating the jazz because of. You know, they were talking shit about Magic Johnson and uh, Carl Malone was talking shit about Magic Johnson, how he didn't want to play with it. And then I met Carl Malone. I did his, I, I, I did comedy at his 50, 50th birthday party. I was like, not a bad dude. He was cool. Paid me on time. Shit. I can't, I can't. <laughs> like, like, and I hear he has a great Twitter account, too. <laughs> but he's not. He, he's, he's pretty cool. So uh, and he's he's got a good sense of humor. But. Um, I've just never been a true jazz fan, I, but it's hard to get behind a team that sucks so bad. I won't say that. <laughs> I, I will. I, I won't say that. I, I just think it's just like I think the Jazz would have got a, a champ. I think a lot of people would have got a championship if Michael Jordan never existed. Sure. Like think about it. The New York Knicks were fantastic. A lot of people would have a fucking championship if Steph Curry didn't exist. Yeah. LeBron would have a couple. Exactly. Patrick Ewing uh, would have a championship. Reggie Miller would have a championship. Yeah. Uh, I know. The, Stockton and Malone would totally have a championship. My biggest problem with with the Jazz and with Utah and basketball in general is everyone points to the, like, three years in the 90s we were good. Yeah. Like, oh, that was the best. Those were the best years. Like, get the fuck past that. Yeah. It's been fucking 30 years. (laughs) Yeah, they were. They're not good anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's... they, They... that still was a great team, though. They're, like, they're all right now. I mean, like I think I think they have a solid team right now. Oh, like, yeah. it, put it this way: it was one of those where I actually was like, I, I hate to say it, I took note, if you will, you know, to, to throw throw back to their motto or their slogan. Mm-hmm. Is that their motto now? Take note. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. But it's it's it's. I don't uh, follow basketball. It's a, play, it's a play on a play on jazz. Yeah. yeah. Which, which From there's only like, yeah, there's barely any clubs, no. jazz clubs. There's, there's one new one downtown. Von yeah. Groove is nice. Yeah. nice place. We, we yeah. went there on its opening. Which is, which is crazy because it used to be the sandbar yeah. in Inferno. <laughs> and it's the same thing with Lake Effect, which used to be a hotel. Two mm-hmm. of the two of the sleaziest spots. Well, fucking hotel was nasty. Like, yeah, we would go on MySpace and be like, yo. <laughs> like yeah, let's go to sandbar and hotel and good lord and now those, those are two of the classiest spots you can go on a saturday night it's just, it's astounding i'm like what happened what what world is this now you go downstairs to lake effect it's got that little pirates of the caribbean like area where it's all uh, i haven't been in there yeah you got to go downstairs it's like this oh shit i'm on the pirates of caribbean right because it's all dimly lit and they got these little lights and private <laughs> coves and shit and you can do all types of cool stuff in there <laughs> yeah so you're saying you'd rather go to a hockey game uh yeah i mean i i still i still i still like i got donovan mitchell just insane like yeah, I, i've never, like 
just stats alone, you're just like that. Was at the Cheesecake Factory last Tuesday when I was there. Yeah, it's, he's just a he's just a Dude, damn good player. How how fucking cool is he as a person though? Too like all the shit that he's been doing. He in just the shows offseason. up at people's yeah. houses. Like the, the, the fucking Fourth of July yeah. stuff. Like he hey, just shows up at a cookout. Someone's fucking random barbecue. He's in the pool playing with them. Like, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it it's shows up with Carl Malone's jersey on and uh, right. Malone's like send me yours. It's because he's embracing that shit. And and I but I think that's just a testament to Utah and what's going on here. You know, there's so much that's the influx of all of all these IT companies, all these new um, apartments and townhomes coming up. It, it, there's just so much development, and that you know, there's a change coming. This is gonna. I'm. I know I'm gonna retire here. You know, because it, it's so interesting to. See, I, I I can't wait to see what Utah is gonna look like in ten years. I Especially never. Especially when Orange does. Because you know, Chuck Arama's awesome. As a military, <laughs> as a military member, I'm not allowed to get. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to talk, talk. Yeah, get too political. So I'll just say, okay, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> That's about it. I think what happens, especially like we we see it a lot with soccer players, right? They come to Utah because we're not LA, and yeah. so you, we're not going to get a Zlatan Ibrahimovic here in Salt Lake. He wants to be in fucking L.A. because mm-hmm. everything's in L.A. But I mean, this is a guy who fucking takes out a full that page. That ad is awesome. Uh, yeah. That ad was the best. It, it, it really was the coolest L.A., thing. you're, you're welcome. welcome. And his signature on the bottom. Full fucking page in the L.A. Times. <laughs> All blank. Just that, just that up top. You're welcome. It's so awesome. But someone like that's never going to come to Salt Lake out, out of the gate right now. Right, I, right. I think in 10, 20 years that may change. It might. But what I hear and I see a lot of times is players that do come here are like, this place is fucking awesome. I don't want to leave. We've had players take less money to stay here because they want to be here. So yeah. it, it doesn't surprise me to see players like Donovan Mitchell figuring out a way to, to make a deal work to stay here for, for any amount of time. Mm. No, I mean, like, I think it. You just you just got to make it entertaining to as as the, as Utah gets better, people are gonna people are gonna want to play here. You know, hopefully, I would like to see a football team here. I would love to see a, an actual NHL hockey team here because be we got awesome. teams in fucking Arizona, Nevada, Las Vegas. Oh, dude, it's one hundred and seventeen degrees. Right. But don't fucking act like it's not like that in L.A. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite hockey team happens to be one of those teams in the place there's no business to have hockey. Look, 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 look. <laughs> First of all, you, you're coming in hot. I know, <laughs> I know how I'm coming in. <laughs> <laughs> look, don't worry about that. <laughs> got global warming. You know what? Chris says that all the time. Just don't worry about it. Yeah, just don't worry about That's that shit. That's my catchphrase. Yeah, yeah it is. Just don't worry about that Don't shit. worry about it. No, um, I don't know. Like, I just, I just want... I just want growth because I realize that this is pretty much where I'm going to be. You know, it, this place has kind of captivated me. I, I used to, I was in the phase where I was like, get me the fuck out of here. And then I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to go home. And like, when I go home to LA and I, uh, I always say, like I always, people always ask me, I'm like, I always say I'm, I'm always homesick because I'm always missing California and I'm always missing Utah. So it's just like, but I still love it here because yeah, it's just, it's just nice here. It's, it's peaceful. It's a good place to raise a family. I was just going to say, so your son here that you love incredibly, I see posts about him and, and you adore the, the poor little boy did to, to death. Um, <laughs> the, like it, it is a good place. Yeah. So how do you feel as a black man raising a black son in such a white 
place. Conflicted <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but it's it because my pops grew up Southside Chicago, Detroit, New York, Boston. And so he grew up incredibly street smart. Then he moves to L.A. Uh, and then now I was born in L.A. So I grew up street smart. Not so much book smart. You know, like you just grow up that way. You are pretty smart. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. But it, it, it's one of those things where um, now... I re- like you want you want we all as parents we want our kids to have it better than we did and so it's like yeah i do miss i do i would like it more if my son had a little bit more grit in and uh just drop him off in like rose park or something uh, for nice, like nice. lunchtime rose, rose park is cool i, I know it's cool now. i'm telling you he needs to come out here and listen to the gunshots it'll be fine <laughs> he'll get some bruschetta and call it a night <laughs> <laughs> no um, i'm I'm sorry. I just, I just, pass, every time I pass Harmon's, I'm doing, oh man, I got their, oh, like their tomato basil soup. I love it. Anyways, um, <laughs> their chicken no, salad. Yeah, that, that's always good. And the Iron Man salad. That shit is delicious. Anyway, the, the quinoa with cranberry. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by Harmon's. You right? can buy it for Disney dollars or Bitwits. <laughs> Bitwits, yeah, for sure. Um, no, I, I would like, I would like my son to have it, you know, a little bit rougher. Just so, you know, because, character <laughs> yeah Bill's character but it's a different era it's a different age you know and his struggles are different than mine so you just have to like run with that you know and and he he's biracial he's you know he's half Swedish half Caribbean mutt you know and so it's just <laughs> it's like I want so it's his identity as a black male is different than mine and it's he's grown up in, in in Utah, so it's just like you you just have to have a kind of roll with it. I mean, I feel like it'll catch up. He spends more time with his mother than he does with me, but when he when he does spend time with me, I do my best to let him know like this is who you are, this is where you come from, because I feel like we, it's important that we all teach our kids like you know you never know where you're going to you never know where you've been, you know, and and I tell him my stories. You know, not to say you got it easy, you know, but it's just like, this is what I did. I hope that you don't have to deal with this shit. You know, just be better. You know, hopefully this generation's better. And like, that's the whole thing. I don't, I don't, it's hard because you want him to know, yes, things, people are are going to treat, you're going to, people are going to treat you different because of the way you look, because some people are stupid, you know, you, but my, my, my mindset is, when I when I approach this, I try to be very careful because I don't want him to feel like it's an us against them type thing. I just want him to know who he is before someone tells him. Because there's one I, I've seen this happen. I've seen this happen where you where you feel like you, you know I've been around my groups of friends when I lived in Orange County. You know when I when going from L.A. moving to a very suburban area like uh, think you know like. Like Sandy, you know, mm-hmm. very predominantly white, and um, and then dealing with the cops. I'm thinking we're, it's all like seven kids, seven teenage kids. Clearly, I got singled out. Next thing you know, oh, it's because I'm the black guy, you know. And so it's just like, and you know, if you're listening right now, like, oh, he's playing the race card. Shut, 
shut up. You don't know my life. <laughs> so it's just like that. It's just it's just how it happened. Or you can just say shut up. You're not black because I'm. I won't say. I mean, well, but everybody deals with. That's true. Everybody deals with it regardless of where you're at. You go down to you go down to you know South Carolina. You might experience a totally different situation than I had. You know, mm-hmm. like or DC. You know, and so like you know, Absolutely. Washington D.C. is affectionately known as Chocolate City. Well, I live in Salt Lake City, which is Vanilla Village. That's the same, <laughs> same difference. It's the same difference. So I don't know. And we're not just talking personalities, either. Yeah. No, no. I prefer chocolate. It's delicious. I don't like vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. No, like I because I got folks that are doing some shit right now and they need some technical advice because <laughs> you it worked like, in it right yeah. it sounds like chris right now he's building a computer for jeremy yes I'm ain't, no, ain't nothing wrong with that nope i i always yeah. wanted to do that like and i always wanted to get more into pc gaming and all that stuff and the guy that's actually been very instrumental and has become my kind of like my newfound hero is terry cruz because of just every, like he got really yeah this is the second terry cruz conversation i've had today really <laughs> yes. but do you know what he's doing like the man no, does amazing music. stuff yeah. he's doing amazing yeah. stuff right now um just dealing with toxic masculinity and with his kid he yeah. his kid was super fascinated and he decided to take interest and now he's yeah he's, he's building another empire yeah like he, he, terry cruz that uh, He's just, he got big in a PC gaming and he's a major advocate for domestic violence, like against domestic violence and everything. I just love what he does. So yeah, shout out to That's Terry so Crews. So he's not an advocate <laughs> for domestic yeah, violence. Yeah, but you know, what, but you know what I mean? I'm just making sure. Sorry, sorry. Somebody call incident management. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's, what's one thing that you would tell Utahns that uh, they should stop fucking doing because it's annoying? <sighs> Well, I went south of the 215 today. Um, you, can, you can say more than one if you if you if you have some good ones. Hey, hey, folks of Utah, <laughs> if you see an African American in a do rag, do not worry; they are not a threat. Also, <laughs> they are a person. It's a, it is a do rag. It is for our hair. It is merely to look good. It is it is so weak so our hair can have waves and look good. It is not gang related in any way shape or form. It is purely cosmetic. You ever see like an uh, a nice white lady coming out of Joanne Fabrics with a little bandana around her hair and like oh I'm, I'm, I'm cute. I'm cute. I'm cute. Got a sale at Joanne Fabrics. Got coupons. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. Is this an issue? Yes. Wow. Are yes. Serious? Yes. Because I was, I had, I, I just came from doing a shoot today. Like that's what took me so damn long to get her. And oh I stopped to get gas. I had my, you know, I want to, you, when you show up for on camera you, yeah. uh, for, for a shoot, you want to look ready to go. Good, yeah. You want to look ready to unless go. Unless you're supposed to look bad, but you know. Yeah, unless you're supposed to look bad. Well, but even so, still look good so you they know how to mess you up to look to look shitty. <laughs> so, you know, I show, I try to show up look good so I get my hair and so I put my my uh my 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 my, my pomade in, you know, and, <laughs> and so and get my little rag, brush my hair, get the wave pattern, put the do rag on and let it sit. And then I take it off maybe 10 minutes into my ride so I don't get the, the little headlines. on. And so And it looks nice and wavy. I get out to get gas, 
And this dude looks at me like I'm about ready to rob his ass. I'm like, uh, maybe you just should have. This is pure. No, hell no. Because then I prove a point. I mean, plus, <laughs> I'm not robbing him in flip flops. That's just a weird thing. <laughs> I'm wearing flip flops right now. I don't but think it, nobody it, wants to get robbed in flip flops <laughs> just as they walk off. Kadoosh, kadoosh, kadoosh. <laughs> Old Navy flip flops. Yeah. These are quicksilvers. Are they? Yeah, quicksilver. Yeah. Any others? Um, any other? <laughs> any any other things? Uh, How about? It's a it's a, a movie. Friend. It's a movie, not a show. It's a it's a it's a it's a, a fucking show. Is something that appears on TV yes, once a week. It is a fucking movie. Say it. Like I, if if you we're going to the show. The again. Star Wars trilogy movies. It's a great set of shows. I, you, <laughs> someone has said that to me, and I wanted to just ah. I was like, why are you saying this? I want to make out with a shotgun at this point. Why would you say that? <laughs> Sorry, that's... I didn't, I didn't mean to trigger anybody. But like, if it's just like, why would someone say that? It's just... Yeah. That, that reminds me, my daughter said the other day that she had PTSD about um, um, the pylon things that are by, so <laughs> by hit, the gas. She fucking hit the gas, the, you know, the oh, gas pump. Like this, yeah. She knocked her mirror off once and so I she said one. she has PTSD. So she has a new car and so she pulled like... Like fucking six feet away from is the this, gas Is pump. this the one with the parking tickets? No, no. that's the other one. I, I listened to the last one. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is, this is the one that, that, a great episode, that hit life. the side of her car. Like we thought she that the, that the side of her car was all dented in because she ran into a tree. But really she let her friend run into a tree in her car. By run into a tree, she means back up and means run the whole hit car the down car, the side hit of the, the tree. Yeah, hit the car and then go, oh shit, and then just keep going so that there's like branches in your... your, your the, the yeah, door for your so dad. she's not a fire truck driver no no she, she's Fuck she's not but it was funny she's Chris goes why are you parked so far away she goes I have PTSD about the gas um, I'm not sure you're using those letters right <laughs> we all just but, looked at her and started laughing these are the, this is the same generation of kids that has made literally get put in the dictionary meaning exactly figuratively yeah I yeah I know and I, I say it all the time now and I'm like well whatever I here we are. This is also the same generation of kids who are doing some great movements. Exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I vote. I vote for the kids now. Like, I'm like, I, I, when I vote, I'm like, I, I look at my kid. I'm like, what do you want? What do you want? Because I'm, I'm about to make some decisions for you. Fuck yeah. my life. I already, I, uh, I was on MySpace in my twenties. You want to vote for <laughs> Trump or you want me to vote for this other dude? Yeah. All right, you got it, another dude. Like I'm just, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Keep because this generation, I'm telling you, they're also eating Tide Pods though. Okay, <laughs> eating time. But I, I turn to my twenty and my eighteen-year-old, and I'm like, "Please, please, please save us." <laughs> yeah, but okay, fine. And I have th th this generation's eating Tide Pods, but we were in private chat rooms in AOL talking about ASL. I think you exactly. Sure. So yeah, I deserve everything that happens to me. So th this generation, this is one thing that that we've we've talked about here. I think one of the advantages and disadvantages for this generation is. The phones technology is technology. They have everything at their fingertips, so that means one, nothing ever gets shut off. So when we got fucking bullied at school. We could go home and there was some safe haven mm -hmm. that doesn't exist for kids anymore. And so that's why I, I think in part we're seeing some of these fucking crazy things go on with, with school shootings and stuff like that. But I think the flip side of that is when shit happens, like what's happened at, at Parkland, for example. Mm -hmm. Kids are empowered to create movements that span the entire fucking country. Well, it's because of Twitter. In 1999, when Columbine happened, mm -hmm. and I was still in high school, that was the year I graduated. I remember when it happened. It was on the news for a couple of weeks and just fucking disappeared. 
this is it's almost identical to what happened down in Parkland sure. in, in, in a lot of ways. And we're it, still talking about the Parkland. difference is we're still talking about it. And they were able to organize marches across the fucking because country of twi- a- because they have apps like Twitter yeah. and Snapchat and they're able to continually stay engaged with other folks that are that are active and want to make change. Exactly. They no like they always used to say was the uh, Gil Scott Heron said the revolution will not be televised and I'm it won't. It'll be tweeted. Yeah. You know, well, look at no, the revolutions that are happening in the it, Middle it's East. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a, it's it, it, it will be tweeted. That, I mean, like I remember they were trying to get rid of Twitter earlier because it allowed people of color, LGBTQI plus communities, Trump. and women, and and just so many different. Um, Did you have to? Can <laughs> Look you? what he's done. Wait, wait, what? What? Is it Trump? Trump? Oh, yeah. Well, it allowed a lot of it allowed a from all different walks of life uh, to organize, mm-hmm. and so when it's used in the in the right way. I think Twitter is one of the most powerful apps that 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 you can have on your well, phone. Well, something goes down, you can find it on Twitter faster than you yeah. can find it on the news. Yeah, like yeah, I found totally. I found out Morgan Freeman died three times on Twitter. <laughs> but he's still alive. He's still alive and kicking as we record this. <laughs> zombie Morgan Freeman. That would be nice. If the, if if the first zombie ever like if we do get an actual zombie, I kind of wanted to be Morgan Freeman. That would be awesome. You know? Could you imagine him narrating his own zombie life? <laughs> That'd be amazing. I ate brain today. <laughs> <laughs> Almost took Tomahawk to the head. <laughs> he will forever be the Shawshank Redemption. Getting my steps in today. Red. <laughs> It's so hot. <laughs> I don't even know if that's what he sounded like. No, but whatever. It's, it's close. It's good. It's close enough. <laughs> okay, one last question. Zombie Morgan. <laughs> what was the last question? I don't even think I answered it. No, we were asking you to fix Utah's stupid. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Tell wait. us what we do you that's got stupid. More. You got How about, more. Um, I have a black friend. Do you like when yeah. people say that to you? Uh, I got that today. And uh, just, just don't. I say this on stage. <laughs> You know, just stop. I, but this is not this is not even just goes for like black friends. This goes for members of the LGBTQI plus community. Oh yeah, like, I have a and, gay friend. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> like you. It, we're not Pokemon. We're not punch cards. You know what I mean? I, got, I know some gay people. Yeah, it's just like it's cool that it that's you can be cool. like my Charmander. Yeah, it's just like yeah. It, I hate when people do that. I thought about it. Like they treat us like punch cards. Yeah, they treat us like punch cards. Where it's like, oh, you know. I have three black friends. Now I have a black one and an Asian one and a gay one. One more and I get a free trip to Wakanda. It doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, stop. I can win a free trip to Wakanda? No, the place doesn't exist. Oh, shit. So did did you hear Dash's interview? No, I didn't. Okay, so Dash came on. Was it his daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so his daughter's in the park and she like starts yelling that she's from Wakanda and he's like, there's like a part of me that wants to be like, daughter don't do this and a part of me that's like yeah yeah because she was like yelling like she was proud to be black like yeah. out loud well, and I mean, then she would say i'm from and like that's you you what need she that yeah. in, in my in like in like yeah I'll, and I'll switch gears here and get and get on a more serious note i'm glad that, that she was she was able to do that because a lot of people think you know they're they're they People always constantly say, oh, black folks are pulling the race card or just slavery happened. Get over it. I mean, like, first of all, that shit wasn't that long ago. No. Like, it still happened. Like, and so and don't and so, don't, you know, I'm not I'm not allowed to forget 9-11. But, you know, you, you see, you, know, you see the no, point no, I'm trying no, to make. Yeah, and absolutely. so it's just it's just like, what? No. 
this shit when so my, ancestors, my ancestors were told that they were three fifths of a human. Right. Do you should, realize? Should do you realize Jewish, what that means? Should Jewish people just forget the Holocaust? Yeah. It's just yeah no like what it's no not, don't. you can you ain't a fucking ask yeah. and forget that happened exactly if you tell somebody that they're three fifths human think about that three fifths human so me and Drake equals one human being like <laughs> that's honestly like, that's that's better than than where it started which is you're just property exactly and so it's just like so I'm glad that she was at, that that child was able to experience that and because and I think she's about your son's age she might yeah, be a little bit younger because when people find out who they are and I'm not saying it's like they're going to protest and people are going to protest and march, march in the street but black people are still black culture is still finding its identity and it's it's a, it's like an underground almost it's a, it's a very it's a it's the unity in black culture it's it's hard to explain I I could I could sit here and give you we could talk for two hours and, I, and we still wouldn't be like so what's the solution i don't know because <laughs> it's just it's it's and i'm not saying this to complain i'm merely trying to explain you know because it it it, it allow people to be themselves you know because don't don't tell us that you know, we're supposed to feel a certain way about our own culture. That shit, like, that shit is weird. I had somebody tell me today, well, I just wish I was black. I'm like, mm. like, that was just, I was just like, why are you saying this? We're at Target. Like, it was just like, like, <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to be black in Target. <laughs> Actually, you do. <laughs> but, but it was just, it was just a weird, I was like, you don't need to prove to me that you're not racist. By doing that, it makes you appear racist. Like, it was just like, just just talk to me as a person. Don't come at me like don't switch it up. Like I hate that shit. You see some there's usually some guy named Trent, you know, you know <laughs> that comes up to you and like wants to give dap you up. Like, I'm like, dude, up, just dog, yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude, I just saw you shake six other people's hands. <laughs> shake my fucking hand. Like that shit's weird. Don't don't overextend, you know, and like to it just it to me it just seems weird. Now I don't speak for everybody. I'm not T'Challa. I don't speak for my entire race. So don't ask you to like bounce dance after no. being in New Orleans. No, no. So well, no. I, all right, if we're down in New Orleans, <laughs> if we're down in New that's Orleans, a whole different that's story. a whole different. We're having a completely different conversation. <laughs> Hand grenades and hurricanes. Yeah, we're having a completely different conversation. But yeah, like. Just, but don't be a tryhard, you know. Like I, I get that. I, I, I get it. When you meet someone new, you have all these questions, and you're just like, oh shit, this is this is my opportunity to figure some stuff out. What, what was Jay Z really talking about in this lyric? Like, how do I tie a do rag? Like, what, like, what's the deal? How do you, do you ever say like Google? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like, yeah, just, 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 just enjoy. Just ask, just ask That's simple questions. Don't like I hate that. Like, yeah, there, there you go. Utah advice for dealing with people, not just black people, but just people of other cultures. If you find somebody that's different, don't your first question, your first three questions should not be about culture. Don't ask where they're from. They're from fucking Utah. Yeah. Just <laughs> how about start with what's your name? Yeah. You know, or like, hey, how's, how's your day? You, you know, just like low ball. Where'd softball. you get those glasses? Yeah. You know, just like, or hey, nice shirt. You know, and just like, just we got to get back to that. You know, one of my favorite moments in Utah happened in St. George. I was driving. I was, you know, as we talked about earlier in the show, I make my drive down to L.A. Mm -hmm. So I stopped at St. George. Harmons. And Harmons. No, Are I swear. You getting bruschetta? No, I was getting the Iron Man's house. Oh, okay. Like, this is 100% true story. And um, I see 
I'm I, I stroll down the aisle and I see I I, I should tell the story on stage I, I, I like the story but um, I see an FLDS woman you know the, like the sister wives yeah in the curtain right and I I had never seen that shit before and like we just like we turned the corner and we were at like we just looked at each other and we just looked at each other up and down because she's never really seen a black person I never really seen, and we just smiled and we just and I just we just looked at each other up and down like cool neat she was like damn my husband needs to work out <laughs> well thank no no it was just like it was yeah, no, that's but, what every woman thinks when they look at jay oh, yeah my it, husband it, needs to work stop out it, stop it stop it stop it this is weird <laughs> no but i mean like we looked at each other just like yo cool we're two human beings occupying the same space and we're completely different and we're just absolutely enthralled and fascinated by each other like this is cool and i you we, do exist right well but we, i didn't say that but we just like the m&m commercial no but we just we had a five minute conversation because we were you know we were talking about like the stuff that we like you know I, I, I was Iron like, Man yeah no honestly and i was like i was like hey how you doing and she's like, i'm doing great today what's going you know what's going on with you and we just had a very simple conversation it didn't get like you're different and you believe in this and you know and like it you just, and your do-rag right it was just robber. it was just like a regular conversation and i and i enjoyed it so much because uh yeah we did both look at each other like we were science projects you know like <laughs> we we're like oh shit i never seen this before but it was cool to occupy the same space i always say this everybody deserves to be a person at a place regardless of who they are yeah you know what i mean and so let, let just, I, I, that's all I said to, to folks in Utah. Just let people enjoy the space. You know what I mean? All right, we got one more question for all you. My bad. That was a long answer. No, nah, you're fine. No, it was man. totally awesome. So let, we ask everyone this that's on the show. Uh, you are going to retire in Utah. Uh, you're, you're I guess die, so. Yeah, you'll die here. Um, <laughs> hey, we're talking yeah, about I, being buried again. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So, yeah. So I, I full circle. What's What's one thing you would tell someone visiting Utah that they have to do before they leave? Um. Hmm. Go to Wise Guys. Listen to my shows. I am, yeah. Um, you, I would, it, I would have to. I mean, Moab. I guess. I, I don't you know. sound really sure about that answer. Have you been to Moab? I have like been to Moab. Moab. It, it was one of those things that that was like, wow, the, the Earth is beautiful. Like, it was, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, fuck, I understand hippies now. No, it was well. It, it's. Actually, I would say don't find yourself out here. Don't be afraid to find yourself because there is when you when you coming into Utah, you're you're immediately briefed about the culture, the religion. And I never got really into it, you know, because it did. It, it never like it never really bothered me because I, I just didn't. I didn't grow up with it, so I have no reason to hate any of it. It's just like, all right, it's a thing, you know. I grew up Christian, raised Catholic, and now I pretty much believe in Thor. Like it's just like it's just <laughs> like I just don't care about. But I, I I get to know the people, you know, and and so, but I have found myself. I have really found out a lot about myself living in Utah. I found out because. This place kind of forces you to find yourself, you know, because you, you have to figure out who you stand for, what, you, what, what, what's your brand. I hate sound like like I'm in marketing, but yeah, I would say don't be afraid to find yourself here. It's a good answer. It's an original answer. Because it's because like I had to, 
I, I mm-hmm. had no family here with the exception of my son. And my, I had my military family. And then when they all got transferred to other bases and I decided to get out of active duty and, so, and became a um, reservist. So now I'm a guardsman. And now, so this is, this is home now. And so I had to kind of like figure out who I was. Because now I'm like, I'm newly divorced. I'm, my military family's gone. All I have is my son. Who the fuck am I right now? And it took a long time, and I'm st- it's still, like, I've gone through some shit, and, but I had to find myself, and I, and I, I feel like Utah allows this, because it's so, it's, one, it's so beautiful. Have you seen a sunset in August or oh. at, 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 at eight, nine o'clock? It's fucking beautiful. You and, should just follow Jess on her Twitter yeah. and her Instagram. She yeah. takes really pretty pictures. And hiking, you know? Yeah, I would say the hike that because that because that would be that's how I found myself. You know, it was like is I would because I would go on. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a kid who grew up on the coast, so I used to long walks on the beach. You know, and so then I would go up to the mountains and actually experience hiking. And I never really did. You know, I did it in California. You can do it in California, but it's it's it's, it's different. Not the same. It's not the same. I mean, they're they these are real mountains. Unless you're like up in northern California yeah, yeah. in the Sierra Nevadas. You're, I agree. You're not, you're not seeing But there. this like I've never seen anything. When I I still to this day remember coming out like landing in Salt Lake for the first time. I was in my service dress blues and I saw the uh, cuz I got here in August and it snowed. And I was like, wow, I've never seen this. And the, these mountains were huge. And so I would lose myself in those mountains. I'd, I'd drive out to, uh, gosh, where's, it's on the, it's I-80 East. You go off, it's before you, it's like almost right before you hit Evanston. And I would just go out in the middle of the woods and find, I'd go out in Manawa. Um, um, oh, by uh, Camus? Yeah. By like Colville? Uh, Camus, yeah, Colville. I'd go out there. I'd also go out to uh, Willard Peak sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I would, but I would just drive because I was so used to nothing. I was so used to the city, the city, you know, and finally to be out in all this open space, it allowed me to just figure my shit out. And so, I don't know. That's what I would tell folks. Don't be afraid to find yourself out here. Jay, thanks for joining us. How can people find you? Do you have any shows coming up? Uh, yeah, I got actually, I got some dates. Um, well, I, got, I, I mean, you want us to show up and hang out with you and whatever chick you're dating, or don't know, <laughs> don't This not those MySpace <laughs> days are over. Those MySpace days are over. I'm happy. Uh, and uh, no, I got um, July 20th and 21st. I was headlining, but now I'm going to be hosting. They moved my show. I'm going to be hosting for Adam Ray. You guys see him in Ghostbusters. Very funny guy. Uh, then. July 26th through the 28th, I'll be hosting for Joey Diaz at, at Wise Guys. Uh, August August 17th, 18th, I'll be in Boston um, at uh, uh, what's the Dick Dick's Comedy Club. I forget the last name, but Dick's Comedy Club. Uh, September 16th through or, September 18th through excuse me, September 14th through the 15th, I'll be headlining. Uh, the Wise Guys in Jordan Landing. That's where the show got moved to. And then September uh, 18th through the 22nd, I'll be in uh, at the Big Pine Comedy Festival in Arizona. And then October, I'll be in Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Yeah, like I'm starting to go on tour now. I just nice. want to know, is there a difference in crowd when you headline up in Ogden, Wise Guys, versus down at one of the Salt Lake ones? 100%. 100%. Um, Ogden crowds are, are, no disrespect to them, but they're easy. 
in my, in my personal opinion, because it, it they they just it, it's their thing. They they're 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 that comedy club. They know. I'm gonna say there's not enough to do in Ogden, but it's just like it is a it is a guaranteed good night out. And so people are just well invested and they come in there ready to laugh. It's got it's a smaller club, lower ceilings. So the laughs just are kind of trapped in um, the Gateway Club downtown is is great. Uh, but it's huge. It's, it's huge. The laughs are, are, are like a split second late, <laughs> just a split second. And it, it kind of sounds weird on stage. You're doing fine. Like from in the crowd, you're like, it sounds great. But in on stage, it's a split second. You get this, the last split second late and the crowds are, it's a little bit more diverse, but not diverse, but mm -hmm. it, it's, it's a weird crowd. And then Jordan landing. It's like, I still haven't figured that place out yet. Where is it at over in Jordan? It's over, uh, over by the it's black bear diner. Yeah. Where, yeah. Right where the, by, right by the movie theater. Oh really? Yeah. That the cinema. Oh, there's there. The cinema. Spot. Yeah. We ensure. We ensure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Where it, so, I lead an exciting life. Uh, I work in insurance. Look. I didn't even know there was one over there yeah. anymore. Well, they, uh, well, the, they bought it over there. They, yeah. The beginning of 2018. Yeah, right at the beginning of 2018. So it's it's been it's been good. It's, it's I like it. It's it's got it's like the old West Valley Club, and it's like the it's like the it's like it seats the amount of seating is like the it reminds you of the West Valley Club, but reminds you of the Gateway Club, and the audience is kind of Ogdenish. So it's like. Yeah, it's I do. It's a smush of all of them. It's a, it's an amalgam of all of them. I yeah. like smush better. <laughs> that's because like that's because it's people like us that go to West Jordan. It's not it's not a bad club. I like it though. It's 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 good. I mean, like there we have good we have good comedy out here, and um, the best yeah. thing that's happened um, for Utah comedians in in, in Idaho and and uh, Denver comics is the dry bar comedy that they do down in Provo. Uh, that's honestly been a huge stepping stone for, for a lot of comedians out here. A lot of uh, Shane Smith um, uh, recently booked San Diego. Um, he was headlining in San Diego, headlining, he's headlining in Denver uh, at the end of July uh, on the strength of that. Alex Valudo is heading up to uh, uh, Seattle, you know, soon. So on, on the strength of those, on those views from the dry bar comedy. So it's, awesome. it's, been, it's been really opening doors, which gives me more reason to stay here because you don't have to necessarily go to LA. Hell, they're dropping 47 next Netflix specials, comedy specials on the same day. Some, at some point in 2019. So, I mean, is that, that's, are those all the specials that a lot of you guys here locally went and did? I know you did one. Yeah. Travis, Travis Tate did, did one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Travis, comedy. And it, yeah. Travis Tate is Chris too. Chris 2.0. <laughs> He's a good guy. And uh, it, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, so there's, there's just such a great scene here. And I, I like, I like the fact that I'm being a part of it. And uh, I, I consider myself fortunate. So, you know, if you're, it, I got a lot of new stuff to, that I'm working on, you know, with acting and uh, doing more commercials. I got cast into a film called uh, The Miracle of Music. I'll be, we'll be filming for uh, that uh, middle of July and nice. the end of July. And I play a, a fun character. It takes place in Cleveland, post-LeBron James era. Awesome. <laughs> post-LeBron James. Yeah. But, um, Not like the in-between LeBron. Yeah, I think, it takes, I think it takes shit. place in Cleveland. But there's a lot of projects that I'm trying to work on. I'm working on a pilot and working on a little screenplay. I'm always working That's on something. That's fantastic, man. And so um, I actually got a uh, – yeah, one last plug is uh, all, follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram at It's Jay Whitaker. Um, and then uh, follow me on – uh, big little kid b-i-g-l-l -L, or excuse me l-i-l-k-i-d it's uh my musician name 
Um, I've been working on some music lately. Uh, got Rob Benyon, who plays great saxophone. Um, uh, it's kind of like hip hop, old school hip hop with a little bit of jazz. And so we're working on some projects uh, with Rob and um, uh, Brisk, uh, DJ Brisk, who uh, he's great, produ- great Salt Lake producer and great engineer. So just trying to do everything. And you can listen to Jay's podcast. Yeah, uh, the, the Incredibly Vocal Minority. It's on iTunes, Sprecher, Podbean, Stitcher, all that shit where you find podcasts and the Geek Show, of course. <laughs> so thank you guys. Like, seriously, this was this was good. We got into some shit. <laughs> I felt like this whole thing was massive. This was like verbal incident management. You know, like. Here's your beer. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was this was good. We, we, that we, should be a shirt. Incident management. And then on the back, it should say, here's, here's your beer. beer. Here's your beer. Here's your frankincense and myrrh. You know, and, <laughs> and your soap. Yeah, and your, and your beer soap. This is great. This is great. No, you guys are fantastic. I, I genuinely appreciate y'all. Y'all, good. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff. <laughs> Stuff. That's going to do it for the show this week. Um... Thanks again to Jay. Um, you made our entire show really easy to do this week. Um, not a lot of prep work involved. We just got to have a conversation with a fucking cool-ass dude. Pretty cool. Um, and I'm jealous of how buff he is. I just kept staring at his muscles, <laughs> like, from afar the whole time, going... His sparkly skin. And I fucking work out, like, every day It looks now, even better with oleo oil on it. Hello. Yeah, apparently. Jeez. <laughs> if I get some tonight, Jay, I'll let you know because it's totally your fault. <laughs> Just say. Wait, it's your fault? Like it's bad? Well, no, but I mean. <laughs> anyway. Digging that hole. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's a good hole. It's a good hole to dig. Uh, so, <laughs> but he's not a fan of me saying it that way. <laughs> Your chances are drifting. <laughs> uh, so again, follow Jay at uh, at it's Jay Whitaker anywhere or uh, two, T's. two T's. Yeah, <laughs> at, at TT it's Jay Whitaker. The TT. Uh, Bitwit. Uh, yeah, he, that should be his new handle. Bitwit, uh, and then also the big little kid, big little kid. Uh, for his musical stuff. Uh, check out his podcast, Vocal Minority Podcast, or Incredibly Vocal Minority. Incredibly, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's just him talking uh, and uh, talking about a lot of shit. Um, and then he's also on Geek Show. You can always catch Geek Show. And if you haven't heard of Geek Show before... Um, You're dumb. Welcome. Yeah. You will probably stop listening to us so you can listen to Geek Show. <laughs> You can fit um, both of us in a work day. I think you could, and I think you should. And if you like what you hear from us, you should please share our episodes. Uh, that's what helps us the most. Um, follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram as well. Um, Jess likes to do stuff on Instagram during the show and make me feel bad about not helping out as much with social media. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Um, you can message us there. That's uh, not my intention. I'm just doing my job. Uh, we do have a website as well, thenewutah.com. So um, that's a lot of stuff on that website. It's it's not just... Uh, a lot of podcasts, their websites are just like carbon copies of their rss feeds for their show where it's just like oh here's this week's show here's this week's show and we certainly do that just writes a much longer blog post about the show than i do in my my show notes that go up on the the feed uh, but you can find our feed there uh, you can find our twitter feed there you can also find a whole bunch of other shit like 
everybody's one things that has been on the show. Um, you know, that, that awesome question that we ask all of our guests. Yeah, you're looking for something to do in Salt Lake? That's a great place to go. Yeah, there's lots or of fun stuff. Or I should say in Utah. In Utah, in Utah, yeah. So, and if you have family coming to town and you don't know what to tell them to do, like, that's a great website to www.utah.com. Oh, you can go to that website and there's all kinds of shit to do. Also, if you want to go somewhere that is one of those places, the parks this time of year, uh, especially the ones out by Moab, so like Canyon Lands and Arches, no one's fucking there in July because it's so goddamn hot. But it's com- so it's traffic wise one of the best times of the year to go. But don't get caught in a flash flood. Yeah. Well, and all the restaurants are open. So one of the weird things about a place like Moab is it's so seasonal. Like their restaurants all fucking close in like October and they don't reopen until like April. But in July, they're still open, even though there's not a heavy tourism in July because it's so hot. So this is a good month to go. Just saying. Just a little insider tip. Uh, it's not like it's any hotter there than it is here, honestly. Sure. Everyone likes inside tips. Um, tips inside is what they like. <laughs> just the tip. 